This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash, hmm, you can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. Talk Recorded live. Three blind kites, three blind kites, see how they run, they do it for fun, they all run after another, that's why she kept up the typical carbon knife. Have you ever seen more of a football in your life than three blind kites? Thank you, Mike. That he was a Klansman, a Southern Democrat, long white sheets and funny looking hat singing songs from the South, whooping niggers ass and burn his house. Gone, gone with the wind. Ain't no nigger talking back again. Show Radio Free Nation. We don't have. 
city saw. We don't have Peter Brock numbers and mentors and rabbis in the city, the Jersey City, Stickiller, tearing ahead and reading some Wikipedia articles about Hitler and going ahead and practicing paper terrorism. More is this the Rabbi Eliner Show, where you have a Chicago supporting Jew boy, formerly known as Youth of Stalin, Cut the River, Yappy Shit. No, this is the Movement Turd, and also known as the Dick Dick Show. And your host is Pastor Martin Luther Dzerzhinsky Linstead. And if you want to call in, and if you dare, call in. Hail victory, folks. Greetings, Oakland, Wigger, and Mad Vastiles across Britain. That's Bob Kane here in the open air Coast Coast Nuthouse. We call Zog Bible on the third and final, but this show, as always, is aimed at the lost, the proud sheep of the house of Israel. You chosen seed of Israel's race, ye who did hear Christ's call. Greetings. <laughs> I see Big Fraud as being an ass clown. Uh, tell me something else to do here. Innovative solutions here. <laughs> the mustard tards, they. Well, sometimes they amaze me, but they often do amuse me. Let's see. Tonight is April 12th. Uh, Next week will be the 20th anniversary of the Oklahoma City bombing here. And I will have a special on that. But today's just the 12th. Uh, Folks, I have an extra show Saturday or Friday or, yeah, Friday night. Now, uh... Let's see, this is episode number 273 of Moon Turd. It is, what, 1048? Pastor Martin Luther, Mad Dog, Drzezinski, Linstead, uh, speaking right now. Let's see, and I got a got a whole chat room full of Tard. You know, there's a few serious people here, but mainly Tard. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, possibly serious people on probation, but, you know, suspected of part-time Tardery. Um, uh, I'd like to thank Unic for coming up with this uh, thing. Probably, you know, everybody's wondering about Friday night show. Now, I probably should have gone around to call him Tattered Flag or whatever. I've been sort of busy. Uh, the house next door to me was old, owned by an old man, and he died two years ago. And I met his niece. He didn't have any real son or daughter or whatever. I'd heard he had a son, and the, you know, and the son, the son died too. But no, he didn't have a son. It, you know, it's his niece who uh, now got the place, and she wants to sell it to me cheap. And probably I could buy it cheap right next to me. Uh, it's a smaller house. It's uh, it's rough inside. It is rough inside. But hell, I'm thinking of buying some more real estate in Grandview, Missouri. So, hey, if uh, any of you want to move to Granby and live cheap, you know, next to old Mad Dog himself here, uh, drop me a line at pastorlinstead at gmail.com. Also, also, I am, uh, uh, you know, oh, shoot, Brian Rio, he's filed something. He's filed something. He's, he's asking for a summary judgment, you know, and I haven't looked at the PACER account yet. But I did get I did get uh, Saturday I did get Saturday a uh, thing in the mail, and folks I was I was 
you know, I stayed up pretty well all day Saturday and went to bed around 4 in the afternoon and got up around 9 and uh, missed something. I also missed Wailing Wolfowitz's uh, Wall Street uh, thing here. And that's what, that's what, uh, that's what brought this shit on. Now, by the way, uh, if Long Island Brian is in, if the Tom the Pig Moe is in, if uh, Bitch Uberos is in, if Mud uh, Shark Spawner of uh, 666 is in, uh, you're all welcome to call in. Because unlike you, Tards, show, I'm not really scared of arguing with anybody. Really not. You see, I know what I'm about. I know what I believe. I know why I believe it. I've been in this bowel movement for, what, 22 years now. Well, not quite 22 years. Uh, April 19th will be 22 years, well, since 1993. You know, that's, you know, that used to be new resistance. Now it's mid-resistance. You know, getting away toward old resistance. Now, I think going Covington and a few other people have been in this bowel movement longer. And a lot of them, like old David Duke and uh, Milton Munster, Don Black, or Zogbots. But anyway, Google, <laughs> Google Martin. Uh, okay, well, hey, uh, maybe it isn't. All right, I haven't seen that one. I'll, I'll, look at, I'll look at that in a minute, Okay. So anyway, I wanted to, uh, what I wanted to talk about, thank as a sec for Martin Linstead. Uh, Lewis Beam, he's not a blog bot. Uh, Lewis Beam was trying to get out of the bowel movement, well, before 1987. And what he would do is he would activate people like me and J.B. Campbell to sort of take his place or sort of, you know, have us do our thing. In any case, where am I at here? Uh, what I do, what I do is I, I do what is time and tard management. Now, there are people who do not trust that tattered flag. Do not trust that tattered flag. You cannot trust that tattered flag. And the answer is, is that after being burnt, I don't really trust anybody. I do trust one or two people, but not. I don't trust you know, hardly anybody. Hell, I don't, I don't trust, certainly don't trust my own brother other than to do evil. Uh, the good thing is, is that he's already done all the evil he can to me uh, when he went ahead and killed my mom two years ago. But in case, it's not a matter of trust. Any of you who want to give me dirt can do so at pastorlinstead you know, at com. You can send me in stuff at most people used to do that all the time, used to tell stories about pigs, used to do all sorts of things here, and I listen. If I think it's super serious, I will delete the email but, and then transfer it to a web page or forum or what have you here. Well, yeah, uh, me and <laughs> Lewis, you know, Lewis Beam, you know, Lewis Beam was, yeah, he, he was, you know, he was known as a great man way back 22 years ago. But anyway, he, uh, you know, he continues, he continues, but he, I guess he got burnout or something just around the time I was getting ready to get in and have some burn in, go you know, in the militia movement. 
any case, uh, how, how do you get to him here? Uh, you know, I have I have met him. I've talked to Cat Lane. I've talked to Lewis. You know, Lewis, uh, not Lewis, uh, David Lane, through his wife, Katya, you know, she, I mean, he said he sent me a first copy of his printed book here. So, folks, I have been in the movie for a long time, but then again, so have a lot of her people. And, folks, uh, make no mistake about it, David Duke and Milton Monster Black are Zogbots here. They follow what I call Hal Turner financing. You see, I used to explain the same thing when old Trader Glenn Miller, who went nuts around this time of year, he went nuts on, what, the 13th? Tomorrow will be a year. He went nuts, you know, as arranged. As arranged, he didn't actually shoot any Jews. You know, he just got to shoot was ever, ever in the parking lot because he thought he was about to die. Now he's no longer allowed to drink or smoke. And, hey, he, that, that old bastard may last another couple of years. But, you know, unless... You know, he's found stuck in a, in, a, uh, in a jail cell, in which case there'll be a whole bunch of conspiracy theories about that. But Friday night, you know, Friday night, Tattered, you know, Tattered Flag had told me a couple, about a week ago, this guy, you know, I, I'm talking with him, an old wrestler, and he is screaming about, do you know Larry Wilson or Boone from Washington? Larry Wilson, he's a LaRouche. And I pretend, well, so what? But I know what LaRouche is. Well, Lyndon LaRouche is a Jew. Now, hopefully, that bastard's dead, too. He was a Jew who had a wife and another Jew boy, more liberal Jew boy, ran off with his wife. Lyndon LaRouche decided that he was going to have a name for himself causing chaos. And, you know, Lyndon LaRouche, LaRouche did. But he had a whole bunch of followers who had followed that Jew boy, and they had Stupid plans. If you want to really read some of the stupid plans that they had, uh, go to www.fam.com, the First Amendment exercise machine with uh, the best web page ever in the movement, i.e. that one by Robert Franz, Eric Thompson, and sometimes McGuire. And he tells some of the stupid, crazy shit that the LaRouches would come up with. Lyndon LaRouche is a Jew. I hope the old bastard is dead, but, you know, there's, the world needs more dead Jews leaving it. But what happens Wailing Wallstein, or Boob, he's a LaRouche. And he loves, he likes Carolyn Yenta because she is a, you know, she's a Hungarian, which means that she's a Magyar, which means that she is a horse kite. Doesn't mean, just because the name Hungary doesn't mean anything. There were doubtless some Huns in Hungary. You gotta understand is that when in the let's see, about the you know, they first showed up in the late three hundreds, they destroyed Il Menrich's, you know, the Alexander the Great of the combined Visigoth, Ostrogoth, and Gepid. He they, he destroyed them and so they ran and in their distress, they were cheated by the Romans, and they killed the Roman army in 376 at Adrianople. That was a, you know, when, when the Huns came in, they scattered all these tribes, just like banking a shot in a billiard ball. Uh, no, this kike is not telling the truth. Uh, last last uh, week, uh, we had Roxy 
we had Roxy, uh, you know, tell uh, you know Pig Fraud, you know, that uh, he could lick her ass or something like that here. And folks, uh, I have been, I have been sort of out. Uh, last night I was moving this stair lawnmower and I accidentally knocked off the uh, knocked off the uh, pipe here, so I had to go to uh, I had to go to the Osho today. Picked up some more cement blocks. Oh, I bought uh, I bought a thousand bricks at a quarter apiece. You know, they usually cost sixty cents by about a thousand bricks at a quarter apiece. So what was that? Four hundred dollars. So I'll have something else to put in the quarter ton Buick here after I run you know, run out of the uh, the uh, cinder blocks. But anyway, where was I? Well that's good here. That's good. Uh <laughs> oh, good Lord, we have a whole bunch of tars. So where was I? Uh, <laughs> any case here? Yes, I seen that News Tyke is back to podcasting here. He uh, he got uh, he decided uh, to come back uh, back on April sixth and return a News Tyke. Go ahead and put that down. I don't know if he's broadcasting every week or something like that, but heck, everybody knows he lives in Staten Island, not well. Uh, yeah, I thought he lived in Brooklyn, but no, he lives in Staten Island, supposedly. We might actually live in Brooklyn. We don't know. But where was I? Here's Tatter Flag. You know, do you know that you know, Bob, you know, why in Wall Street City was a LaRouche? Well, yes. And last night, it turned out that Tom Bowie is a pig. And I dug around, and I found, I found an avatar, Tom Bowie, now what you see is that you see a rat-faced old Neanderwigger running around. It looks like he's, you know, it looks like he's holding up a pig-lice rainbow flag or something like that. He's among some skinheads. He's sitting there like he's totally at, you know, at odds with the skinheads, and he's at ease with the pig-lice in the back here, and he should be. And it turned out also that old Boo or uh, Tom Bowie was also in the Army as an NCO of some sort. Folks, I've seen such at the NCO. Now, folks, there's no such thing as an ex-pig. Tom Bowie is an ex-pig. Anyway, here's Willing Wallstein. We were talking about Hungary. Carolyn Yenta has never denied that she's married to a Jew named Theodore Kahat. Now, you have this Wicca Metapedia, which is, I believe, Altogether bogus here. I, I, I laugh because they use the picture for having Meerkat, the one that I just dug up of some actor who plays the Mac guy, you know, as Hatting. <laughs> you know, and you, you have all these characters who don't show their face, be it Tom Britton or R.D. Bradshaw or Open Gender Bender or whatever. If they're not going to show their face. You should not listen to them at all. They have no relevance. But moving on, she has not denied. She has not denied what has been found out about her, and her brother was president of the Chicago Hungarian American Association of Chicago. That means if her brother is a Hungarian, that means she's Hungarian. What is a Hungarian? A Hungarian is a Magyar. What is a Magyar? Well, when Stanislaus, who was the grandfather of Prince Vladimir, who converted to Orthodox Christianity of a sort, in 1000 A.D., in 910, 
He destroyed the Khazar Empire. He did not destroy the Khazars. But he destroyed their empire. So you had these people who were sort of related, sort of Jewish, sort of Oriental, sort of Tataric, named the Magyars. And so they moved with their horses from the Khazar Empire located on the Caucasus to the broad plains of the Danube, which had been cleared by the Hans 100 years previously. And all of a sudden they show up around 400 or so. In the case of the Hans, the reason Germany was not, you know, was not invaded very long or very much was that, you know, just think about it. You end up having these Huns and then these Magyars and then these Tartars and Mongols. They're great horsemen. They're great archers. But guess what? Have any of you ever tried to ride a horse in a forest? You don't do it very quickly. You can be all armored here, but you have to see, and guess what those twigs in the forest do? You will be blinded if you run very soon in the forest. That Those sticks, those twigs will blind you or your horse. Second of all, in the forest, well, like, say, Germany, you cannot, you cannot find grazing for horses. So when Attila the Han was defeated at Tours, in 451-452 A.D., and he died soon afterwards, the Huns no longer even had leadership. And so they moved, and supposedly Hungary is named after them, but no, the main Asiatic Jew, you know, horse types were the Magyars. And, and Carolyn Yeager is a horse kikus. She is a kikus of sorts. No wonder she relates to Finkelstein. No wonder. So what's what funny is that, hey, here's Boo, but he's whining like a pussy, saying that I called on his show, I called Carolyn Yenta a cunt. I did not. What I was doing is that here is Boo. He shows up, and he's mad because I write in the chat room, hey, where do you got Metzger? Is Metzger hidden in the bottom of your trunk? Because that's what Boo said he did in November. He said that he had... You know, and you know, a you know, out leaving with Metzger, and now somehow he got Metzger's form. Well, folks, that leads to me to believe that Carol Covington is right about that. The whisper is that guess what? The Southern Poverty Law Center, the Southern Poverty Law Center, told Metzger that he can have half of what comes in as long as they, you know, as long as the names and address of so-called loan tards are given to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Same deal with Kevin Alfred Strom. They want to weaken him with a child molestation charge, but guess what? Kevin Alfred Strom is guilty. He was guilty of stalking, so he pled guilty. When he was running around trying, oh, I think, you know, I'm not really guilty, the judge said, hey, do you want to make a plea or not? And Kevin Alfred Strom told him he was guilty. He pled guilty because he was guilty. And that's what you have. You have had the hooks in this bowel movement since forever. And Wailing Wallstein, Carolyn Yenka told about him. He showed up. He showed up 
And this week talked about silver and gold, which is what a Jew loves here. He might be a Jew himself, or he might be just simply a Jew between the ears. Basil Lurushi. And I didn't make a yell because I knew what Lurushi was here. I want to flag and get all agitated. Again, folks, part of my job with you Nimbuster Tards is to go ahead and wind you Tards up here. Wind up, you four channers. Wind up, you ass clowns with nothing better to do, nothing of a life, to where you don't have any pussy. All you have is hand pussy. Ain't really pussy, but all you have, you have nothing better to do, you know, than to listen to this show. This is the high point of your life. One of you told me five years ago that you know more your one-hour Saturday show is the high point of my life. And I said, you do know that you are fucked up, don't you? And you are. But, you know, hey, folks, I mean, I'm not going to change what you are. Can't turn you from being a member into a white man. Can't change you from being a wigger into a white man. All you know, if you're a retard of whatever type here, I can, however, encourage you. I can go ahead and you know, I can go ahead and wind you up. I love that ditty here for the A.G. Edwards company while I was in that house. It was a nice little ditty. Oh, why do you charge up? So anyway, here is old Tire Flag. He's all wild up here, and he goes out, and he finds out. He's listening to all these shows, and he finds out that Tom Bowie is a, quote, ex-pig. Okay. I didn't know that. Well, I seen that picture of him. I knew it. What happens is Tom Bowie is a sort of pig who sits in there and plays Mr. Nice Guy with his little, <laughs> you know, little, you know, little, ch- and, you know, you know, Southern, you know, his, uh, what, Tidewater Fried type shit, you know. He is the, quote, good pig, although sometimes he plays bad pig, but most times he plays good pig and gets tars to talk to him. He's destroyed probably lots and lots and lots of lives. And so he doesn't like apocalyptic thinking here. Folks, along in this Bible movement, I am not trying to build a movement. I'm not trying to build anything. I am pointing out, I am pointing out is that we can indeed, the white man can indeed kill his way out of this problem. You don't have to move. You don't have to move to the northwest. You don't have to move to the south. You don't have to move anywhere except maybe once or twice a day. <laughs> That's what my dad told this piece of shit, you know, uh, parole officer. Have you moved recently? My dad was right. Yeah, first thing every morning. <laughs> it got to where the cocksucker asked for my dad to be on unsupervised probation. That was for threatening the threatening to shoot a South Dakota State Supreme Court judge here for being uh, my grandmother's uh, pet lawyer who ripped him off. So in any case, uh, you know, you don't have to move anywhere. I am, I am proposing 
I think what I think is a perfectly natural solution. What you do is you simply, you know, when the time comes, I have a friend who's in jail. He was yap, yap, yapping about the government has done to him here, and he doesn't want to listen, doesn't shoot. If you thought they were after you, you should have gone ahead and maybe killed a bunch of them. That's what gets me at people who are convicted of child molestation, something like that. When you get out, you need to go ahead and preferably kill the children of your enemies here. What happens we need in this country to where nobody is safe? If you're a white nationalist, if you are a man of God, your life ain't safe, your family ain't safe, so why in the world should anybody else's life be safe? Why should anybody else's family be safe? That's why I'm going to write in my appeal to the circus. I agree. I agree. Lawyers are above the law. They can do whatever they want. I agree. Judges are above the law. The question then is since there is no law, you make sure that you are the new lawyers, you are the new judges, you are the new police here. And when it comes time to go ahead and make some pig have a choice of biting off his children's testicles as opposed to you skinning them out. He'll bite. He won't be. I, I met Tom Bowie. I'm so tough. If you do that shit, God, man, you won't laugh very long. No pig. When the time comes, you won't last any long. Pig, you better save the last bullet for yourself, but you better save the first bullet for your children. But that's why I like watching The Walking Dead here. I imagine, what would I do if I was the governor? And folks, I would make the governor look like a plastic saint. Folks, so why, I've never had any doubt about saving the white race. What you got to do is you've got to purge the white race. So anyway, here's this pig. Oh, I'm not a white nationalist, by the way. His little thing, you know, whoever owns it, says white nationalist. Tom Boy is a lying pig. And so what he did is that here he let old Boob claim I called Carolyn Yenta a cut. No, what Boob did is Boob circled three times. He was scared shitless. I would shit all over him if he didn't allow me to come in and talk. So he allowed me to come in and talk. But we're not going to discuss Carolyn Yeager. We're not going to discuss this negative stuff. You ain't got to talk about positive. Happy, happy, George. Well, guess what? I didn't sign the Jew Orleans Protocol. When old David Duck here, he pled guilty and was sucking niggers off in the prison here. I guess that is what sort of smoothed out his little cheeks. But in any case, I don't have a problem with talking bad about liars, about thieves, about shills. Where I have, I have old Tatter Flag, and Tatter Flag is, I'm listening in. Well, I've been for the first 45 minutes. I, you know, I asked him, hey, I'm going out, and I had some light, so I was out working on my garden. I was doing a bit of mowing, first mowing of the season. And so I go out there, and I have a final time. I have a final time. I'm running around and uh, doing some mowing. I'm listening every so often. I take the bag off. I go ahead and listen. You hear this, you hear this character, this Rich Uberos. He had what I call the pussy whoop clunk 
sound here. But realize this is a Northwest, I guess Northwest Quiggers who live on the Bremerton or whatever peninsula, they sound like that. They sound just like Meerkat Mark Downey. They sound like puppy nose. They just licked some good Q-Koosh. Just so it just goes ahead and, you know, Meerkat mellows out their mouth here. So I'm listening to this here a little, you know, so a little, sounds just like Meerkat Mark Downey. Now, folks, that show, that show usually only has five or six or seven listeners here until you Nimbuster Tars come in. That's one thing that's pissing them off. You have, but you Nimbuster Tars coming in there and listening to that show. They would rather sit there and jerk each other off while they're talking about, oh, happy, happy, joy, joy. So here comes old Boob, and he is, he is putting the licks on me here, and I'm asking, what happened to Musker? Got me a trunk somewhere? Now, he'll come to the set, and it's pretty well been a bowel movement notion is that, guess what? Nesker was sued by the Southern Party Lawfare. Now, I believe that if Jews go ahead and do such a thing, what you do is that you sue the ADL and you sue the Southern Party Lawfare, and you take every penny they got. Using the same thing. I mean, whatever, whatever Jews or anybody else does to you, you do ten times to them. Turn it on the mount. If they smite you on one cheek and they're the enemies of Yahweh, you go ahead and you slap the shit out of them. You go ahead and you take a club and you knock out every single one of their fucking teeth and you break their cheekbones. You fuck them up. And anybody who sides with them, they die too. They get the same treatment. That's why you have pigs going ahead and shooting niggers or white people. I mean, shoot. One complaint. You do something about it. If you don't do it, it's civil war. How did Yahweh handle this Levite, this concubine, going to the town of Gibeah where the Amorite Jews had been spared during the time of Joshua about 50 or 75 years previously? He cut the, He cut the dead... They want some man pussy out of them. Instead, the cowardly shit went ahead and threw out his Judean concubine or whatever, Ephraimite concubine. And guess what? He cut her into 13 pieces and said, hey, look, I'm asking for justice. And the tribes of Israel said, hey, what are you going to do about it? And they said, no, we, they got absolute immunity. Well, the end result is that they were treated just like Canaanites. Little two-year-old Benjamite baby girls were killed along with anything else that lived. They were treated like Canaanites, and that's what you do with a Uyghur. You treat them like he's a Canaanite or she's a Canaanite without any care. They're all guilty. It's not a matter of this. It's a matter of sides. So anyway, here's Tom Metzger, and he disappears. And it is believed that here he is, he's 76 or so years old. He has got himself some old, you know, some old pussy. And he's living in a single white in Warsaw, Indiana. He's gone ahead and sold out to the Southern Party Law Center or sold out, you know, and here comes old Wolf with Wall Street taking over. I used to laugh. My one should be low wolves. But you can't get my message unless you send me $5, and I won't notice you unless you 
Use your real name, you lone wolf. Sounds to me like you're a lone tar, wearing a lone wolf. So what happened? What happened to Musker? You do know the Carolyn Yenter, she's a kikis, a horse kikis. You know, kikis by penetration. Carolyn Yenter is a Jewess. And you don't have any problem with censorship. I doesn't what gets me with Bernfart and the rest of them here. Well, I like pussies about the Jews censoring them, and then they act like their censorship is something sacred. It's something holy. It's something positive. Really? I would say censorship is censorship. That's what I'd say. The reason you censor is because you're a coward. The reason you censor is because you're a Zogbot. The reason you censor is you're a Jew. A Jew, a coward, a liar, a hypocrite. That's exactly what you are. Don't fucking whine about Jews censoring when you go ahead and censor yourself. The reason I don't censor, I'm scared of you, you tards. I'm scared of Zog. Tom Bowie, I heard that you, well, I, I've heard enough. I don't even know what you call it out, but that's what I'm going to say, is that you're done. You're done in this movement. You're done. You're a pig. You're not an ex-pig. You're a pig. You're a zog pig. I can just see you going in there and then just running your pig ass down to the Department of Zogland Insecurity or the J. Edgar Hoover building. Ah, he said this, he said that, uh What got me? Because here is this, what? Tychus mother, or Yenta mother, or Madras mother of three mongrels here. And she comes in, she's yap, yap, yap. Oh, no, I can't believe you. Oh, by the way. I never said the word cunt here. I'm not Metzger show or the other show. Here's the deal. But anyway, I am supposedly charged with that. And the first time after I'm here, so say, you do know my name, don't you? So he had his own damn he had his own damn wife. Folks, Tom Bowie did not act irrational. He acted like what he was, a Zog pig. Not an ex-Zog pig, not an ex-Zog mercenary jupe, a Zog pig, because that's what he is. I can go ahead and see. It looks like he's been he's been you know he's been sitting there, but he's sitting there here, and he's been sucking on lemons and finishing off with Yenta squeezing from you know from the asshole, unwashed Yenta asshole, Sarah Silverman. You know he don't like the taste, but he eats it because that's what mercenaries do. Yeah, that's what he looks like. But then again, maybe he's why I don't know. He's sort of semi-proud. he got to sort of show his face. But, folks, you men-buster tards were sort of chimping out. I was not surprised. Now, when I'm in that situation, I yell. I show hate because my hate is honest. And using that hate, they see their doom. So they're scared. Why does a lion roar when he's around gazelles? Why does he roar when he's around zebras? Well, the answer, especially the male who's not too quick here, he roars so that the sneaky lioness is in there can 
So he roars, so they'll run away right into the claws of the lionesses and die. I'm stirring up the game. The game is zog pig. Now here's this pussy whoop. Yeah, 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 he never did like me at all. I, I went ahead and showed this worthless cockpucker as being an idiot when he was saying, the Israelites, they destroyed Egypt. He's saying the same damn thing that, uh, what, the LaRouchite, probably Jew, boob, wearing Rothstein says, they're not a race. That's the same thing what you think says. They're a bunch of no devils. I don't like this religious talk. I don't like it at all. But folks, whatever. An Israel identity. By the way, I'm going to use Israel identity more because Dewey Tucker has made the point. You know, by the way, he found out that old Meerkat Mark said he was Christian identity way back in 1977 when he was a little FBI uh, zog clown here. Said the term Christian identity. I said, you know, so he said, when did the first time it was used as Christian identity come about? And I said, well, it came about a couple of years after Bertrand Comparate was dead. I don't think it was in use, ever used before 1985, 1986. It wasn't written until, you know, commonly used until this book, Soldiers of God, came out in 95 or 96. Then it was used all over. It used to be called Israel identity. And what is the problem with calling it Christian identity? You're saying that your identity is based upon your so-called religion, which is Christianity, which means that it's the same as Roman Catholicism or Baptist Hobbyism or something here. By saying you're an Israel identity, is saying that your identity is based upon your race, not your professed beliefs. So I'm going to try to use the term Israel identity instead of CI dentistry. Okay? Now on. But in any case here, well, yeah, they they do they do get they do get in trouble here. So in any case, uh, huh? Okay, let me see. Uh, <laughs> I, I know it's popping cat is being seditious again here. Okay, I guess guest number 41. Uh, Johnny Tonto Britton is going back again, and I'm probably going to have to fire for effect on old Flipper Arms Logan Hunter as well. Didn't want to do it, but uh, I got a whole bunch of fucktardation from this uh Talmudic G.R.D. Bradshaw, as well as Johnny Tonto Britton. And what you got to do is you got to just beat the, you know, you just got to beat, you know, the drunken Indian down. You know, beat the drunken Indian into ridicule. Uh, I'm probably the R.D. Bradshaw as well here. You know, I mean, this is a we lost, this is a we lost critter who's going to ask him out this cute named Yair Davidish. Uh, right now, and I'm hoping the old kike will croak off. But in any case, you know, R.D. Bradshaw, not Johnny Tonto. But in any case, here it goes. Here it goes to where Fidel Castro did. <laughs> in any case, uh, where was I? Old Yentatom comes in, and then you have this idiot spawner. Uh, three mongrels, the mother of Long Island Brian, and I don't know. You know Long Island Brian doesn't know who he is. 
he figured out thanks to you, he figured out European Godzilla is you know, European Godzilla is a uh well he's a Turkish uh he's a Turkish uh oh Albanian or Croat or whatever. He still hangs around Andre the Nigger Angley. And folks, here's here's long I you know, here is Wailing Wallstein yapping well, he believes that Andre Nigger has a weird-shaped head because, well, guess what? You know, just because he does here. Just because he does. No, Andre the Nigger angling has a weird-shaped head and weird-shaped skin, weird-shaped features because he is a nigger. He is a nigger. I mean, shoot, Jew boy, Wailing Wallstein, you're, you're part nigger. Don't you recognize family resemblance? But Andre the nigger has said, guess what? The girlies are not allowed to really write anything or participate in the daily spermer. Well, guess what? Four years ago, Andre the nigger was an anti-racist activist. There was a little video of him humping some Filipino jailbait. And he put it up there. He didn't take it down to about a year and a half. Now he goes after anybody with a DM, bogus DMCA complaint who goes ahead and shows his well, he didn't have no shame. I don't think he has shame now. I don't think he writes the Daily Spermer. I think it's a bunch of Jews, just like they did with, you know, lot, well, let me see, old nigger knows Bill Frank did. But in case, all of a sudden, here comes this idiot, calls me Pastor Potty Mouse, and Pastor Flag Boy Man. Well, folks, I hadn't used any four-letter Anglo-Saxon monosyllables. Wailing Wall Street did. He claims falsely that I'd call Carolyn Yenta a cunt, and she is a Yenta skank cunt, but I didn't use it on his show. Folks, I am officially banned on BNN by the Jew boy, Linder, who bleeds out the ass. Kaiku bleeds out the ass. Behold the cut. You know, so like Star Trek, you know, in that one where old uh, the Jew boy Kirk is you know, is on this plant, you know, with this here little obelisk here, which goes away meteors, and here's this red nigger here. Behold the kite that bleeds up the ass! No, he said the god that bleeds, but, you know, uh, Lender ain't no guy, he's Jew boy here. Behold the Jew boy that bleeds up the ass! You might, you might, you might think of, you know, <laughs> having him, you know, confront old Lender here, but, yeah, what's that here? But, Any case, where was I? Well, in Wall Street, and here is this you know idiot Mongol spawner of six here, and she has a picture I think of Long Island Brian. It might be. I mean, well, he's a little, he's a little you know little whimper whimpersaurus with that. And folks, if Long Island Brian was here, I'd say, hey, you, know, you do know your mother is a whore, don't you? Remember when I was talking about how mama squirrels. Go ahead and bite the nuts off here. They're, oh, they're weaker, smaller male pups here when there's a hard time out, you know, out in the outside of squirrel land. I mean, shoot, your mom would have gone ahead and bit off your nuts here. In fact, you're lucky that she's a washed out old whore of about 40 or so because otherwise she would be spreading for angle, you know, Andre the Nigger angling here and you'd be a nigger. At least more sales. So you do know your mom's a whore, don't you? Because what happens? This bitch was yapping, you 
wouldn't love something like that. Guess what, bitch? You went whining to Muriel Robb, and she went whining to Tom Robb. And white man who said, hey, no woman, no woman is in charge over another man. She's not supposed to be in charge over her husband, her father, or her child, male child. But guess what? She sure as hell is not supposed to be over any other man. That's the same thing that old Clark Downey, Debbie Downey, Debbie Badinsky Downey, Miss Kikis, more likely, Debbie Badinsky Downey was. She was a claimant. That is not the way things are run, either in the Klan or in CI dentistry. If you're a Rob, what mentioned Tom Rob and Tom Rob dared to discipline any white man who says, Hey, look, what are you having a woman tell any other man any man what to do? And he did something about it, guess what? He would lose every single white man who was a white man, who knew a white man, who knew the Bible. Tom Robb would be finished just like Tom Bowie is now. He'd be gone. He'd be gone because, hey, this is totally against Yahweh's law. He'd be done as a so-called CI minister, even as a what? A Spurfarsian CI dentist. He'd be done. He would have no man Attention to him. In fact, he's in trouble because you know, you know he, he suspects he just runs a business. That's all Tom Rob does. He goes there and has a bunch of mong rules and ass clowns and zog bots in his, you know, in his ranks anywhere here. He does. He knows better. He knows better to do. You know, he knows enough to go ahead and not do what he, you know. Cuts his throat. I remember old wire bill the coolest was Yapping Mile. Mike Halmore was no longer going to be dual seed line CI dentistry. Well, no, he can't do that. He's selling Compare's work. That's what he's doing. He's selling Compareism. He'd be cutting his throat if he were to go, what, one seed line or no devil or whatever. That's why he doesn't publish Rabbi Fink's Judeo Talmud. Here's a skank yapping as if she gets the sense of white men because she squeezed out three, well, supposedly white children. No, bitch. I don't know. Even if you did squeeze out three white children, maybe if you're still white, if you are white, you don't get to tell a white man what to do. But what gets me is that bitch says that she supports Andre the nigger's position. Guess what? This Evil bitch, her pussy is dripping, and not just some clap. Her pussy is dripping, not just some simple. Her pussy is dripping, not only from AIDS and venereal warts. Her pussy is dripping with anticipation for being married by the three-inch cock of Andre and the nigger angling and Nick Sparrow. He's a whore. Long Island brother. Your idiot mother, idiot spawner of three mongrels, more likely, is a whore. Now, question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to live with the fact that your mother is a whore? Your mother don't know how to behave. 
Probably because it's not in her. The law of the you know, the law of Yahweh is not written in her heart. And it's not just because she's a stupid cunt, it's because she's not white. She doesn't know how to act. Zog pig Tom Boy here. You know, I'm a hack. Maybe the law used to be written in his heart, but shit he lasted more than thirty days as a pig. He's not an ex pig, he's a pig. So if we ever had it, it's been sandpapered away, you know, down to where there is not even a nub of the conscience or decency or courage or valor in that worthless piece of shit pig. He's chicken shit. So he runs around just like old, uh, what's his name, it's three times. He doesn't give me a chance to speak here. He's finished in this moment. Folks, I'm giving you Nimbuster Tard a license to troll. Not that you need one. <laughs> Not that you need one. I'm giving you a license to troll with extreme prejudice. Wailing Wallstein, Tom Bowie, and this fucktard, Rich Uberos, who has two or three shows, Sperm Fart Northwest. I'm giving you a license to troll. None of you should trust any of these clowns at all. I'm not telling you to do anything wrong. I'm just saying, hey, get you. Because, folks, they'll be just like Eli James. I want, I want old Tom Bowie and Rich Booberos or Bitch Booberos. I want their talk, talk show and Wailing Wallstein. I want their shows. Tighten down. Tighten down more. Then, well, Finkelstein's mangina. I want it tightened down very well. Maybe Finkelstein's mangina might be not so tight here. Maybe oh, he lets old Melissa mount him, but you know, with a big old strap on here, you know. <laughs> but I want it. I want it. I want it. You know, shut down to where hey, there's no the fucking red dots like on a Finkelstein show. What that bastard. Let that bastard here, that zog pig, pretend that something other than playing Cossacks and Jew boys is happening. That's what I want. You do that. You do that, hell, they might as well pack it up here. The whole purpose of Stormfront, asking for money, is to hide the fact that they're getting 666 times that amount of money in zog financing. It's all Hal Turner financing. The whole thing is you can't have anti-terrorism unless you have, quote, terrorism. It's sort of like the Southern Poverty Law Center giving Gerald O'Hibernator O'Brien 60 bucks to, you know, to go to Kinko's and buy some plastic Easter Bunny eggs, about 600 little plastic Easter Bunny eggs, you know, and go to Kinko's and, you know, enough to buy a pair of scissors or something at Kinko's and put a little racist message in these fucking things so they can get $6,666 or 666000 back here. They give up, you know, they spread their tight feet upon the water, their tight bread, muscle bread on the water here. The sperm fart. A little else here. But they'll come back and what about me? Criminal, you know, non-satanic, non-racial Jews. That's what they do. 
all together is all false flag here. Anyone who sends money to David Duck, to Milton Munster, Don Black, to Alex Linder, what you're doing is that you don't need to worry about them packing her up. They'll always be around. Just like Hal Turner was always around. Up until the time they decided to get rid of them, Hal Turner was, well, hey, I'm going to go ahead and tell the truth. I was a long rat here all along. Well, yeah, you were. Just like Tom Bowie was a long pig all along. Just like Vince Buberos. And then Zog Pig playing his little talks and shit. Just like Andre the Nigger. Just like all these other cards. Doesn't Yahweh provide for them? The answer is no. Satan is on this. So anyway, I think I've landed enough. You know, someone was calling me the Fidel Castro DSBI, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, it's a pity. It's a pity that uh, the longest show was number 46 when old nigger lips Brian Real called in, and I let him shoot his little wad here. He called me a child molester and says I was grooming children. And now he swans me because I was slandering him. I'm saying he's a mongrel, which he is. I'm saying he's a banger, which, well, I can't, you know, obviously, unless Johnny Tonto Britton. Or Victor Switzer shows up here and tells about the harrowing tale about how he weaned their way his way its way into their man pussy, their manginas. Can't actually prove Brian Reels a faggot, but I know he is. <laughs> I know he is. You know? But in any case, this is this is what you have here. Folks, when you under attack, what you do is that you charge right back. That's what the Civil War should have been. It should have been, it should have been an immediately, immediate descent into barbarism. To where there would have been no aggression on the part of the North. As it is, they lost 400,000 men because the first, our first Melungeon Jew president, dishonest Abe Lincoln, not white people, could die. So that the North, mercantile and Jews and the Rothschilds could prevail. So anyway, I'm going to take a break, and we'll be back in about four or five minutes. Have a great day.
And Zogling boys will always stand on them ship. Whatever size they recognize, we don't give a fuck. There's a lot of goose dead, so we can see them just one right while we lie off our heads. My daddy served in the army where he lost both his nuts. Thank you. 
and it's going to be hot. Will you defend me, freedom? Thank you, Christ. Oh, what do you conceive of God's red red and Oh, 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 Yes, sir. Can you hold on a minute? Okay, I am being paged. See, I can be nice to women. Being paged, and we'll come back and we'll play. We'll play a special song for you know, Mud Shark Spawner, a six hundred sixty-six, you know, three by six hundred sixty-six disseminate yards, and of Optimus Femina. And Abna, I would like for you to take this turn, you know, this time to find out for yourself and tell us all here. You call in after the song is over. You know, we want you, we want all everybody to know. By the way, Dewey Tucker was laughing at uh, what last week or so when I asked the question. Yeah, if you're going to ask how long, we're going to ask how deep. So, folks, we'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> Boy, man, whoa, whoa, I was going to end with your head, you. Boy, man, whoa,
Look at me, I'm a bogey. Horny as the skin can be. I'll gobble your cock and turn away and look. Shut up, I'm a bogey. Hey, I'm Wigger Swill. Feed my hogs like my swallow bill. Slap all them skanks, don't expect me no fun. Mom's I do get my bill. By the way, no prayer, no deal out, stupid care. I get both from one blue job. Give your nasty paws on my silky draws. You can't pull that crap with a net. As for you, how come they turn? I know what you don't want done. Don't want pussy crap. I'm no object of what? I'm just oh a bogey. Cozy, cozy, let's maybe just keep that pumpkin far from me. See, I call now I'm starting to I'm April, J.D. Are you making fun of me, Pope Marty? Some pistols are so fucking touchy. Incorrigible nimbuster tarts. Simply incorrigible. Do, do, do. Well, anyway, that's, I've had plenty of time. I've had plenty of time. <laughs> We're on the femna to uh, answer, the, answer the burning question as to how deep. <laughs> I really, I really not make too much fun of Optima because. I mean, shoot, the the show was sort of floundering, and I, I'm sort of, well, halfway scared. The poor old Long Island Brian isn't going to call in anymore because, shoot, here is, you know, here's a skank mother. She, you know, the family that, you know, that, you know, that uh, trolls together, you know, tars together or whatever. And so, and so, uh, heck, you know, he, he's probably going to get mad because I, you know, really killed his mother. And heck, uh, you know, it's sort of, you know, it is sort of hard to, you know, debate in the negative here when the question is resolved. Your mother is a much core. Sort of hard to debate in the negative, in the negative here, defend your mother. But I would say is that you, you're, you're lucky that, you know, more than likely, you know, you were spawned, what, 20 years plus nine months or so ago. And maybe the best part of you did dribble down your whore mother's leg. But shoot, some heifer who, you know, this, this is, you know, this is the reason why, this is the reason why, you know, there's always the question of the He-Man woman hairs twelve. Spanky, I gotta live my own life. Well, there is that question. The problem is, is most females deserve it. They really do. 
I've explained, I have explained to anybody who listen here, what you need to do is before you get into white nationalism, if you want some pussy, you need to get your pussy ironed out. You need to go ahead and get what you're going to get. What happens is that generally the, you know, the, the number of level-headed women who are in this movement, and there are some, what happens is out of a feeling of honesty, they told me that they were women. And, you know, I didn't believe they were women. No, well, yes, I did when they said they were. But they thought like a man. So it gets to where, yes, you, you do believe. But, you know, folks, when you're young and you're interested in just pokey, 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 it's a good thing that usually the guna guna don't you know last longer than six months or so, but not much longer, six months to a year. And you had better you know I mean unless you tap it just right here to where it give, you know gives you out something here, to where now she you know she has a kid by you, and then that's what's going to tie you to her. But if you cannot get along, if you cannot get along with your pussy. And your pussy can't do what you find important. It's time to, well, part ways. It ain't a matter of being anti-female. Because normal men do like their pussy. We do. We really do. But true man isn't going to be dominated by it. All humanity was dominated or fell you know, fell into sin because old Adam he ended up essentially partaking of the same thing because you know, oh, we're all agree for once to get sloppy seconds here. And some of the lost books of the Bible has Eve. You know, after they get chucked out, you know, you have Eve saying, Hey, uh, we're hungry, we're starving, you know, my Lord. Because now she knows who her Lord and Master is. My Lord, go ahead and kill me so you can go back. You got another you got another couple of short ribs. Go ahead and go back. You can go back into the garden. I'll be forgiven because hey, I'm the officially I'm the I am the skank who went ahead and fucked shit up for you. Go ahead and go ahead and knock me in. But hey, Adam had by this time learned the lesson as a shoot. Now you're tied. You're tied to her. So well, here she is. She she got uh, you know she got uh, she got a little uh, Jew you know a little Jew nigger mix here you know you know underneath there here and you've already you know you've already planted your seed and there are two twins here you know one of them ain't yours both of them will be sort of eased although you know Dewey Tucker's doing a real good job of you know unlike Rabbi Finkelstein of looking at the Bible. And she says is that should be translated as I've got me a man against Yahweh. What happens is that she knew, she knew the providence of that little tycoon she got. Now maybe it'd been better if she just simply knocked him in the head and dealt with it, but that wasn't the way it was going to work out. 
too many, too many of these women. Opna <laughs> is busy. You know, look, piss your sock possum. Opna is, bu- you know, is busy taking inventory. She's running around. She's running around uh, looking for one larger tampon, this, you know, tampon things here. She's, you know, she has to dig them out here because the flow ended a couple of years ago. But she's busy. She's busy, you know, she's busy, you know, looking at the back of her medicine cabinet here. There's some sort of instrument. <laughs> so she can tell us with bated breath here how deep. So don't bother Optima while she is busily taking, you know, you know, uh, giving the, well, you've heard the measure of a man. Well, guess what? <laughs> She's she's taking she's taking the measurement here of a heifer. How's that? So don't bother. So don't bother her. You know she needs to keep a steady hand. You know uh, when she's while she's feverishly digging through the medicine cabinet for something that you know she thought she'd never need again yeah, here. You know and you know the ruler. Uh, what you do, Opna, is you know find long enough here. Uh, make sure you bring along yourself a sharpie. You know what I mean? Just go ahead and measure even here with the, you know, with the outer labia. You know, get the old sharpie there here. You know, and you know, make sure, make sure, uh, you know, make sure that you measure just right. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> with Boo Bear, ah, heck, only Marty can do it here. Ah, let's go. Let's get back to. Let's get back to where we were here. With Boob and Tom the Zog Pig here. Tom the Zog Pig. Where are we at here? Tom the Zog Pig. I think the right one. I the right one. Is that the right one? Yep. You know, it's thread fourteen ninety four. We can't, you know. <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, Optima Femina, I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> used to be a Jew. I don't know why I used to be a Jew here. Uh, shoot. Let's see. <laughs> We'll let the chat room take care of itself for a little bit here. Uh, okay. I changed it to Pro Wigger or more Quinn Zog Pig Show. You know, and I put Friday night's, you know, chimp out as we stupidly expose ourselves to Zog Pigs, Jews, perverts, and feminist shoot cuts here. Now, the show starts as normal. The usual cast of tars listing as what will be revealed is a cadre of zog pigs, tomboy, a fat winger pervert, you know, into licking the hairy shitty anuses and snatches of negresses, rich uberos of sperm fart, radio NW, a LaRouche she Jew boy who took over Metzger's site for the Southern Pine Law Center, boob of, boob of D.C., Wolfowitz, Wailing Wallstein, and this insufferable mud shark that ovulates to Andre the nigger angling while wanting to censor all white men. 
Tattered Flag kicks off the show by trolling even before Boob of DC Wolfowitz Wailing Wallstein shows up and gloats about how these sperm fart fucktards have censored him. Pastor Linson shows up to fight, and the Zog Pig Uncle Tom Bowie proceeds to chimp out of the stupid pig and censors Linson. Then them muster fucktards hear about this and promptly pile on while the stupid mud shark with delusions of adequacy shows her mangy, mangy 40-ish nigger-stretched twat while her son, Long Island Brian, is torn apart by how everyone hates an uptick wigger whore wanting to meet the spawner of her next nigglet, i.e. Andre Aintloon, the high yeller, Roemus Rump Ranger. Folks, he is a Roemus Rump Ranger. An anti-racist activist and underage, still a penis sex tourist. The end result is pro-winger American Zogbeak show gets revealed as a sperm fart-based Zogball front. So, let's go over there here. And folks, download it. See, they're not smart as Wailing Wallstein. What Wailing Wallstein will do is Wailing Wallstein has figured out how to pull a Brian Reel. Has figured out how to pull a Brian Reel and uh, how to censor the chat. The end result is, is that there ain't going to be anything worth listening to. Let's see. I'm listening, looking. Okay. So that is the that is the show and it was what? Two hours and fifty seven minutes. You're a bunch of stuff you don't really understand. Now uh let's see. We go ahead and close that here and let you folks you can go ahead and listen to this show. Copy link address. Two hours and 57 minutes there. Now, I, myself, I, myself, downloaded it, just in case it disappears like a bunch of Carolyn Yenta show, you know, Yenta Yeager shows did. You can go ahead and listen to it right there. So underneath there, I have old Tom Bowie. There was an old thing here. I don't know. It looks like it's a, what, red, white, and blue, Masonic dish rag with yellow stripes here, or maybe maybe it's the gay, you know, Zog pig flag. I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe yellow's the only color this critter knows. But, you know, he looks the critter looks like he's you know, he you know you know, here you just know just cut off here there's a shaven metal tattooed tard. Saying stop white genocide or something like that. And here you know, here he is and the pigs are right behind him. And he's looking like he has just sucked up a lemon. The lemon that he's that he is oh you know, he's been bobbing for lemons in Sarah Silver Mamser's pussy. You know, right? You know, he doesn't like the taste, but you know, he's gonna grimly dig it here. So that's what the critter looks like and he is oh so brave. He is so so brave. Now folks, what do you want to bet? This critter. He's so tough. He's such a tough pig. I've never seen a tough pig. Most pigs are like Rabbi Fink. Run around, stomp a Puerto Rican sneak thief death here. He's scared as hell. And then he goes down to the home of a 70-year-old man. I want to tell my side of the story. Well, I'm not interested in the side of the story. I know dang well that you rolled over. 
know damn well that you just simply, you know, once a pig, always a pig. Same way with B.S. Harrell. Here's another pig who was a fog bot. Uh, another papist printer. So I'll, I'll have, I'll, I'll put in something Tom Bowie said, but then the Tom Bowie situation busted. Somebody sent me an email. It was go ahead and click it. Somebody sent me an email. All right, Pastor West, I believe you are very correct about Tom Bowie. He is a very dangerous person creating a very dangerous situation for the unwitting. What he is, he's a pig. That's all he is. I was bored today, went to his chat storefront northwest just to look around troll, and what they were saying was a recording of Louis Farrakhan. At first, I wasn't sure, so I was asking, you know, is that who it is? But who... But who started talking was that sidekick of Tom Bowie's who does a show with him on Friday nights. I don't know his name. as Rick Uberos. I don't know if they put a recording of the show up, and you'll see why when I'm done explaining all this. Okay, when I went into the room, I asked if Louis Farrakhan is a screenshot, and the other person was on the call, but not talking from Washington. Tom Bowie, perhaps. Here is a screenshot I'm guest for. And he goes on and shows this thing. After Apocalypse Now, comment. Now, folks, a lot of these screenshots are sort of messed up. Then I went back because it piqued my interest. However, this time, guests were being muted, and Rich Uberos, Tom's sidekick, went ahead about guests being Antifa, Jews, retards, feds, et cetera, et cetera. So I stayed muted, but the white genocide person, that's why I was muted, and that's when the Rich Uberos went to his anti-fee Jew tirade. Here's the screenshot. And as you can see, shortly after that, they ended the show abruptly. I'm sure you can get off, get all that on chat grammar. But anyway, when they, when they end the show, let they mute you know, both of us. Oh, here's a close-up of the Rich Uberos and the Washington Caller. Someone else was said in there that compels me to warn you, be careful of Don't Be a Zombie, who I, who I also believe was Mr. Sock Pepper. Also, something like he knows about me, he's a huge rat, too. Here's a link to the show. Uh, and... Uh, well, let me go ahead and click on that link. Go ahead and click on that link. You know, uh, somebody's knocking you out, Mr. Sock Possum here. Okay. <laughs> okay, Steve. There's a whole bunch of these wikis here you got to look at here. State Master Bob Blueberries, Oxnell Descent Attachment ID. Let's see this. Oh, heck. Okay, Bob Blueberries. <laughs> okay. Bob Blueberries. Uh, by the way, he's like Andrew, the you know, Andrew the nigger angling. He got rid of his, uh, he got rid of his uh, that famous one where uh, they sang, "Not the end." Don't you know death is not the end? He uh, he went ahead, and, you know, pussy out DMCA this year. Just keep having niggers uh, troll my house here. Von Bluefins. Okay, Von Bluefins. His name was actually Mike Blevin, and he looked like a Jew. I had to laugh. This other Jew says, "Hey, if he was in Copenhagen, you know, he'd be he'd be uh, introduced as here is your new tax account, Michael Blevin." 
So I believe old Bob Lewis was a self-loathing Jew boy. So where was I? Where was I? There's a national socialist movement. Well, he may think he is something or another here. By the way, by the way, you look at some of these comments, and your kids hate you. Full comment. The pathetic loser of a host banned me for saying I like Avery of the Daily Mulatto faggot that, you know, Wall Street is always going on about. They're perfectly fine with pictures of white women performing cunnilingus on black women. Fuck all of you. Now, folks, I was intrigued by that. But I figured out, you know, I figured out that here was, you know, here was uh, these nimbus tards who were putting it. But what I found hilarious is there was this heifer called, you know, here she's called Aryan goddess. And the stupid bitch posts these pictures of niggers, you know, or white wiggers fucking nigger women and wiggers eating nigger pussy. This stupid bitch is claiming that because they, she clicked on those links with her kids, her eight and six year old, why they're traumatized and she had to tell about the story about the birds and the bees. You silly bitch. Don't troll, don't troll, so, you, know, you don't click on certain links here when men musters are about. So they're blaming, they're blaming old bitch booberos for that shit. And here is another skank, Aaron Gaida. Now there is a, there is a moniker which is, you know, full of shit. Stupid bitch is presumably clicking on this link in front of her kids on the computer. Why? Why do something that fucking stupid? Stupid. Maybe you want to go ahead and explain the birds do it, bees do it, why can't educated fleas and niggers and wiggers do it? Hmm? That's what got me is that Supposedly, we ought to censor. We ought to censor for the good of the children. Really? That's what Janet Reno said when she uh, burned to death men, women, and children at Waco. We're doing it for the children. No, you're not. You simply murder these people. Get over it. Quit trying to lie to us here. You want to end that shit? What you do is you load up these FBI people's families and you go ahead and put them in J. Edgar Hoover building and you machine gun everyone who runs out here and you set fire to J. Edgar Hoover building along with a bunch of FBI agents and their wives and their children. That'll, that'll, that'll end that shit. You know, there won't be any more Wacos or Ruby Ridges after that shit goes off. It's like I you know, had this friend of mine who I met in that house, and he was convicted. You know, well, he went on. He'd already been convicted, but they were trying to get him for the same thing and you know, not only Platte County, but also Clay County and Ray County and you know, Buchanan County or whatever. He'd already been convicted. You know, after you know, the first trial, they allowed him to represent himself, and he was tarred. 
And he's going on and on and on about how they're fucking him. And they are. They really are. But I like to see somebody get out of prison and they immediately go ahead and hunt down the families of the jurors. The jurors, you know, the jurors and their kids, they just gun them down. Folks, let's understand the explosive situation. You have in this country about 6 6 million people who have been tried for a serious felony. Of course, half of them are niggers. But, you know, I I figure about a third of the white ones are innocent. There's nothing wrong with having vengeance upon a jury. This jury system is not is not moral. If they believe the lies of a prosecutor, you put the prosecutor to death, but you put the jurors who believe this lie too. Didn't Yahweh put to death? I'd say he put you know, he ended up putting to death Adam and Eve. Now it took Adam what another Oh, it took Adam another 929 years to go ahead and die, but, you know, immediately, not immediately, but it took him 939 years to die, but, you know, he was put to death, wasn't he? Adam was. He was put to death. The old serpent, well, before he's getting some, you know, before he's getting him some uh, poontang, why he says, you will not die. You will be like God. You will be able to discern good and evil. Well, if you're able to discern good and evil, what the hell are you doing talking to a snake? What are you talking to the father of the Jews for here? You should have been able to discern good and evil here before you got taken for a poke. What? I did not listen. I really did not listen. Tom Bowie, until after I found out what he was and the scales dripped from my eyes here. Yeah, I knew Wailing Wallstein here was more than likely a Jew who had essentially taken over Metzger's, you know, Metzger's webpage for the Southern Poverty Law Center. They've owned it, they've owned Metzger for years, for 20 some years. They, they've owned him. Oh, heck, I, I hope Metzger, you know, got a, well, heck, I, I hope he got enough for a few solar panels here and a couple of cords of wood and some, oh, hamburger helper and ramen noodles for the rest of his life. And he was kept warm by a, by a heifer that's, you know, you know, within a few years of his age. I really hope Metzger's done well by here. I mean, shoot, if you're sending money to Metzger, it's not because you're a lone wolf, it's because you're a lone tart. If you really were a lone wolf, you would be a lone wolf, not somebody who wants to read Metzger's bullshit and send in five dollars so the Southern Pie Law Center could know where you live, which Metzger did, I believe. So anyway, here's Wolf of Wits and Wheeling Wallstein, and he's gotten it. I'm not surprised he's LaRouche. Linda LaRouche was a Jew. Maybe Wheeling Wallstein, far from learning how, learning how to... He'll collect silver, gold. Maybe he was one of them tards of LaRouche here who went to prison for a couple of years for stealing from tards who gave them money. Go ahead and listen to Tom Boy yap about how he knew somebody who robbed banks and you know, they didn't get a single penny out. Yeah, I knew he was. You know, how do you know that? Well, he's a pig himself here. 
Why are you talking to pigs? Why are you talking to Jews? Why are you talking to niggers like I'm the nigger? I don't go, I'll, I'll look and find out what tars are talking to Andre the nigger, but I don't post at the Daily Spermer. Why should I do that? Why should I do that? Now, over on Spermfront, they know who I am. The chances are I'm not going to get banned because if we get banned, I'm going to make a big, you know, big deal that, uh, well, David Duck and Milton Munster, Don Black, or Zog Falls Tars here. I might end up getting that sock possum kicked out, but, you know, I made fun of Trevor Glenn Miller and Hoyt Schools Hawaii. Well, Morgan Lewis said, hey, he's banned here. Well, if I get banned there, if I officially get banned there, then they're going to have to deal with the consequences of uh, banning me and censoring me. What is the point of spurt flight anyway? I was hearing over on Covington's post here that they'd had the V Bolton since 2003, and they celebrated the decade of, you know, a V Bolton of Spurfart and what, the 20th anniversary of Spurfart about, what, a week or so ago? Well, here's a tart. He gets on the V Bolton forum, which goes ahead and destroys the original webpage. Can't even find Spurfart Classic. But he was on there for 10 years. One day he woke up and says, what did I get accomplished in 10 years of posting at Sperm Fart? I know. I should have said it more productively and say masturbation or something. He said I was a master debater. Yeah, I should have said it more or more seriously. Okay? So... (laughs) Okay, this is a Tom Metzger here. A nigger is out in Jewish Marty <laughs> Marty Marty <laughs> No, Morty does not have Jewish <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine can you imagine what would you know, let's ask a question. What would I do about a tard? A nimbus retard who came in, you know, with a moniker like Morty. Morty has new ass gains. <laughs> Where did they get the term Jew ass gains? Well, guess what? They got from me. But, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's sort of sometimes it is, it is amusing to come in there and see your average figure retard on these posts uh, repeating something, you know, a term that I already used. Jew ass gains is one of them here. You know, Linda, Alex Linder is Jew ass case. He's crowed. Uh You know, Dan Jaws doesn't have a Jew ass case, but he went ahead and gave it to Legal Man for 2012, and he really gave it to his little uh, his little Jew niglet here. Really bad. Jew ass case. Well, if you are on Wailing of Allsteins or Finkelsheenies or Dan Jaws or whatever, you'd be muted. Women Wallstein was really whining like a pussy, and now, now old Tom Bowie, they're going to institute a new policy of, well, censorship. What are they going to accomplish with the censorship? Nothing. Nothing. Hmm? Mr. Junior. 
12 spots for TV. I mean, shoot. You know, folks, you know, get, get this straight here. I don't mind Metzger. Living with a fat widow, give him a piece if he wants it, in a single wide just outside of Warsaw, Indiana. I mean, shoot, Warsaw, Indiana is still black dirt country. Why shouldn't? Why shouldn't he have a good thing? Why shouldn't he? Heck, just let Wailing Wallstein and the LaRouche win it. Why not? Okay. I'm looking this here. Tried to organize skinheads? I don't know if he tried to do any such thing. The Nim Buster story. I play a ranger group in the back. Don't get out of the boat. The It was all together like 1.30 p.m. 
October 13th of 2010 in the Newton County Library, where I figured out, hey, Fink lied to me. He doesn't want people seeing my private forum. I, I mean, only me, Johnny Tonto Britton, and the rest can see it. By the way, Johnny Tonto Britton is whining like a pussy. Uh, he's complaining to a number of tards. You know, he's going to ask them out for R.D. Bradshaw. He's complaining to Rusper. Now, he was trying to have me say that Rusper was a Sicilian Guido. Of course, you know, after after Rusper had admitted to uh, Rusper's uh, Greek Mongol woman, trying to get me to admit, you know, trying to go ahead and uh, let's see here. Well, yeah, no, no. Mesker is a solipsist. All right. In case you, I was looking at the chat. I've been looking at the chat, and I saved it. And I listened to the show again tonight. Tom Bowie is not an XP. He's a pick. That's all he is. He doesn't have any plan. He wants. Well, to keep an eye on people, he is against negativity. He is against anybody telling the truth about these people. Well, that's negative. It ain't good for business. It ain't good for people to not get in the bowel moment so that we can spy on them and send them to prison. It ain't good. The truth ain't good. He's so tough. If you did that in front of me, you wouldn't, you know, I mean, I would set you straight. You know, what would you do, pig? You don't look that big. Oh, I'm a super flicking. He's like, you do the job of second when you touch it. 
out for Super Pickin. Call out for Super Pickin. I like that song. <laughs> Go on the internet, Bob Real Cook. Come, come. Go, somebody, let's bring this to Dum Dum. So, we've been to the internet all day. Just 
you know, just a, this is just a public service you know, announcement here. Okay. <laughs> uh, what, what is he talking about? I am talking about you know, the critter he abandoned. Think he's there here, and he's, he's coming in. He's sort of trying to blame Wolf and Wolf's Wailing Wall, you know, you know, Wailing Wall Street here. Wolf and Wolf's Wailing Wall Street knows is that Tom Bowie is a pig that's going to protect him. He knows that Mitch Uberos is going to protect him, you know, just like he's protecting Carolyn Yenta. I remember November, you know, of last year pretty well. So here he is, and they're blaming Tattered Flag. Now, folks, Tattered Flag has given me, has gotten an interview with Tom Messer, not Tom Messer, but uh, that idiot Melungeon uh, Dan Jobs back in August last year. Kevin Flagg, I mean, shoot, he's done really better than I have. He, he found out. And Tom Bowie didn't deny it, but he's a Zog pig. He found out that uh, Welling Wallstein is a Larushi, which means that he's a Jew boy or a Jew between the ears follower of another Jew boy. He is what he is. You got to understand that. So here he is. He's found out a whole bunch of interesting stuff. And Tom Bowie can't deny it any more than Carolyn Yankee can deny it. Her brother was you know, chairman of the rest here. So here's Long Island Brian. And that's his mom. Now I looked at the chat. And people have gotten tired of that crazy bitch trying to tell them what to do. There has been, I mean, ever since what, last month? I didn't go any further, but there have been complaints. Some by Unimbo Tord, some by other, you know, actual men complaining about, you know, mother of three. Folks, my stepdaughter. She's pretty well just a fat ignorant welfare, you know, welfare skank whore. But she squeezed out four white children. Of course, you know, they were white because I told her, you know, after the first two, you know, uh, you know, one by her boyfriend and another by, well, her first husband. I said, hey, you know, you squeeze out any niggas or meanerlets here, you're going to have to hit the road. You're going to have to go somewhere else here and take your nigger or whatever with you. She knew I meant it. And so she at least confined her screwing to wiggers. Now, she was screwing a whole bunch of wiggers, and a lot of them weren't worth a chick. I remember she was screwing screwing one of the inbreds here. His name was Rodney. You know, we called him Codney. And Codney had a boy by another stank named Cody. Little Cody was about 14 at the time, and you could tell. Here he is. He's trying. I mean, you know, these little figures, they're cute when they're young. But you know dang well, his daddy's Codney, and his mother is just another, you know, another meth horse skank here. But there's not going to, you know, he's not going to grow up. He can be a amoral, selfish, 
card like Dr. William Pierce. He's just going to be, he's just going to be a Anglo Macizo or Whigger ass clown. So anyway, here's you know, here's old Cotton. He's putting the meat to the fat ass. He goes ahead and she finds herself another Whigger. He has two children by him. Now, my fat-ass stepdaughter is not really a dummy. She knows, she knows how to get, you know, she knows how to get food into her mouth, and she knows how to get dick into her pussy. Now, that's really, that's really all some of these women need to know. Really, that's all they need to know. So here's old Long Island Bryant. He's trying to be part of the movement because his mother is hanging around trying to tell white men what to do, thinking that, you know, she doesn't know how to act. She's ovulating to Andre the nigger. Oh, there you go, Andre the nigger ought to clamp down. Well, clamp me. She wants him to clamp down on it, you know. She wants to clamp down on his little Jew, you know, his little nigger Jew wanger, but, you know, she's wanting to clamp down on Andre the nigger's tool, but, uh, hey, old Andre... Andre's just interested in Filipino, underage Filipinos pussy or, you know, uh, water buffalo pussy here. That's all, that's all he wants. He actually thinks, he actually thinks that he's going to, she's going to go ahead and bitch, you know, bitch to what, Tom Robb? And Tom Robb's going to cut his own throat? And the gravy train? Bonesart is nothing but wall-to-wall dogmats. There's never, ever been anything but that. It sucks up whatever oxygen remains in the world. A fig is mites and geese are dope. That's what, he, you know, that's what Stormfront does. Okay? Folks, probably R.J., you know, probably R.J., you know, R.J., uh, what's his name here, would probably tear you a whole new asshole. I haven't heard anything much recently from R.J. Livegood. Now, he had a blog, and I don't think anybody's buying the blog anything anymore. Okay? <laughs> I'm looking at old Papa Jackson. <laughs> So it would be nice to, you know, I mean, I'd probably ask Long Island Brian, you know, know, is your mom white? Is your associate spotted white? Because really, you know, if you're not white, why shouldn't you be Andre the Nigger's, you know, daily sperma? Why shouldn't you enjoy that? Why shouldn't you? There's no hope in CI dentistry for you. But if you actually are white, your mother's white, you know, your purported father's white, you know, maybe all understand is that, hey, you need to live your own life. You need to dump mommy what you need to do. Okay? See, I, well, that sometimes is what exactly it is. See, I have confidential informant. Don't you be like what, old, uh, 
Cameron James Stout, who's the last time I heard, still in prison, still in jail, awaiting a good railroad, waiting a good screwing. Bill Wagoner. Oh, the Bill Wagoner crew. Isn't he the one that outed Newskite? I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh thing here. I'm sorry waiting for Meet the Union Press. It looks like it's I'm looking at Bill Wagner. It looks like an angle of mestizo. He looks like he has, he has no reason to grin. Do 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 Mongo's going to be be in peace right when he's on his way out here. Bill Wagoner, 10 months ago. Look at that. Rapist America. Okay. He looks like a patriotoid. Oh, okay. Let's unmute some toys. Okay. See? <laughs> okay. You know, can they have any more women on the show? You know, I mean, I'm the, you know, I'm the provided, uh, you know, Provided, uh, oh, comic relief here. You know, she wanted to talk about how long, uh, you know, and I wanted to ask her how deep here. And maybe she can tell us here tonight. Let's see. Yep. Yeah, I'm getting tired. Soldier soil is wearing off. I went uh I went to this house. Uh I was going by, I got walked by the Rainies and uh hey, I uh I met the niece of the old guy who did a lot of fishing. Did a lot of fishing, uh, back in the day. And I told them that yes, I I jumped into their dumpster. They 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 bought over a dumpster. And I must have got about 30 cans of tomatoes and about two cans of sliced peaches. And pretty well, I raided that dumpster and got about 30 cans of canned food and a bunch of blankets and dish towels and then a whole bunch of other stuff. He had a whole bunch of fishing lures in there, too. So I got me a whole bunch of rubber worms and hooks and jigs and stuff like that as well. Okay. Well, I'm sure look where is rapist America at anyway. 
Morty thinks Arabs did 9-11. Yeah, Arabs did 9-11, but the Jews uh, knew the Arabs was going to think they were going to do 9-11. Zod did 9-11, okay? Zod did Oklahoma City. Zod did, let me see, Pearl Harbor. Zod did, you know, uh, remember the Maine and Havana Harbor? And then before that, Zog did uh, Fort Sumter. And then after that, Zog did uh, the, you know, the thing uh, in South Texas for the Mexican-American War. Zog's been a busy little beaver. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> com. Uh, that better not be porn. Better not be porn. <laughs> the tattered front and boob. Yeah, old tattered, <coughs> old tattered, you know, front and break old boob's jaw, jaw, which was, you know, awful because opting out of promotion. Well, yeah, I'm going to opt out of promotion. And what I'm going to do is not. Get get on the show no more. Let's see. I'm tired. Tatter threatened everybody. Yep. Tatter Tatter did threaten old Wailing Walsky because he was LaRouchite and he thinks he's a Jew. I think he's a LaRouchite and I think he's a Jew, but I never threatened old. uh, In fact, I threatened old Boob more than Tatter did. Because I was threatening old uh, Boob's credibility. Really, Boob is a Rushite card, which means at least he's a Jew between the ears. All he is is just a scammer. Well, the pig, the Zog pig, Tom Bowie, is the one who uh, protected protected old Boob, just like Boob is trying to protect old Carolyn Yenta. Let's, let's understand something. I listen to Kelly Yenta whenever I think. You know, I mean, it, it, it's sort of, oh, it's sort of harmful, hurtful to listen to Kelly Yenta. I mean, that, that hand-harpy Yenta skank will cackle and cackle and cackle, apropos of nothing, for, oh, about an hour and a half, and then you'll have some interesting shit when she doesn't have quite the cackler on. And she has to have some sort of conversation with somebody. Hmm. This is good. This is good. This is good. Hold your swell. No, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, Maxwell House sucks, really. Uh, there was an unopened can of. There was an open can of Maxwell House coffee. In that dumpster, I just left the son bitch in the dumpster. Tomorrow is supposed to roll off. Maybe what I need to do is go downstairs, go downstairs, and throw out some of my garbage into that dumpster. That's what I need to do. Yep, Mona's gone. No, Mona ain't gone. Okay. Oh, God. 
them cars have no shame. Them cars have no shame. In any case, I'm going to mute guest number 59. I mean, this will start out slow, but we have plenty of cards and really nothing much to talk about. Uh, let me go look at VNN. You know, Optimus has left the chat. No, she has not. Lawrence Jay, you know, first couple of times, she's like the kitten sitting on a linoleum here. She tries to cover it up. So anyway, we are going to be back in a few minutes. And, uh, oh, I think I'll open up some new folder swill. Save the chat. And we'll be back in about four or five minutes. Tell Wickers. Hey, Mona's here. Hey, I'm glad Mona's here.
Call into Louboutins and call me up here like this. They'd rather they just, they'd rather have just a private, rather have just a private, you know, series of death threats or whatever. What, what, whatever. Why don't I just show up in your fucking house and watch you? You come to me when you wanted something, but a hundred cents out was all you could get. Now you call me with counseling and death threats. You stay with a filter from bleeding much yet. Well, oh well, are you tonight? Why did you leave me here all alone? I think the world over and more I found you up. You met another you was gone. Sorrow 
control for at least until tomorrow. I'll never fuck with you. Out of those chains that bind you, that is why I'm here to remind you when you fuck with you. Okay, I'm back. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mona Montgomery, she uh, she heard the uh, Meltdown Friday. It was really one of the more interesting shows. Uh, folks, my eyes, you know, the scales out from my eyes here. Uh, you know, I, I knew that Willard Wallstein was, you know, if he wasn't a Jew, he was a Jew between the years. Here he is. You know, every single time, protecting Carolyn Yenta, even though she's sitting on Folks, I listen carefully to Carolyn Yenta. Just like I listen, you know, I listen to women who call in. Mona Montgomery, uh, June 6th of last year. She calls in and think, lays it out. Think goes outside of ever pretend to be dual seed line. Ever pretend to be dual seed line. That was the end of Fink's pretense to be anything other than Talmudic Jew boy running around preaching the same old shit here. You'll have, you'll have Russ Walker. He thinks he has discovered new shit. No, he's from scepter horse shit. Let's not believe what the Bible actually says. Let's believe what we want it to say. Okay. Do whatever you want. I mean, some of this shit is, you know, this shit is the same old juice shit packaged in supposedly a different way, you know, label. I'll go ahead and say kike shit, 100% pure kike shit. But Carolyn Yenta, she is, she is a kike. It's not just my penetration. She's a 
She's a Magyar horse kikus who's a Lesbos gang. And she's not denied this crap. Here's a, here's a Wailing Walls, you know, steam said, prove it, prove it, prove it. Well, what happens is that these things have been shot over the head, and she hasn't denied it, denied it, denied it at all. Whenever you have it, you know, whenever you have somebody like, say, uh, Tatters Black, after I got booted here, I didn't quite understand. I didn't quite understand what the hell is going on here. It is quite apparent to me that this Tom Bowie was scared of me for some reason. Here he is having his little feigned pig outrage here. Folks, feigned pig outrage is bullshit. Pigs are scared shitless. Pigs are scared shitless. They know they deserve death. They know they know they deserve their spawn, their fathers, their mothers, their brothers, their sisters, all their descendants know that they should be out. You know, at best, just simply killed with a bullet. But usually, what they deserve is to be run through and you know, essentially a uh, meat grinder. Literally, Tom Bowie deserves. Tom Bowie deserves to essentially be forced to bite off the testicles of his spawn. Now, hey, you got a choice here. Uh, we'll skin him, or you just go ahead and bite off his nest, and we'll do a DNA test. If he's white, he's going to be the regime's new Daniel. Your daughter, well, hey, she's going to be used. She's going to be used like cattle because that's what you sold yourself. You're a mercenary. You have no right as a, you know, even if you're white. Now, if you're not white, essentially, I expect you to act that way. In which case, why shoot? You know, make it horrendous here for any mamsers to ever come back here. There, there has to be a lesson here. Now, folks, I believe this war, this civil war, can be won. What it involves is killing 90% of the Uyghur population, which is not that great anymore. And all the mamsers and the rest here. Wasn't well, that house? I said, you know the reason China doesn't just cross the Amur River into you know, Russia? I believe they have something called Amur River fever. Let's just call it Amur River. You know, after the border, you know, that way back when, around the time of Catherine the Great, the Chinese Empire was all scattered, they decided to make it the Amur River because that was really where outer Mongolia was, this big old place of empty nowhere, the Russians, they pushed it forward into Siberia. They went east here. I mean, Peter the Great, a number of them, had Vitus Bering and the rest, discovered a bunch, and they just laid claim over it here. What keeps the Chinese from crossing the Amur River, like Gene Raspail said? I believe that they have something called Amur River fever. We can develop biological weapons which kill beaners, just like that. We can make America into a charnel house real quick, if only we wanted to. A person like me don't have a problem with this here at all. I don't have a problem with you know, you know, making someone like Tom Bowie wish that he had never been born. He'd never become a pig. I'm not scared of Tom Bowie at all. What I've done is I've, you know, I've pretty well found Tom Bowie. People were listening to this chip out here. Folks, he's just simply a Zog pig. 
Willing Wallstein, he's just simply a Jew. You know, even if he ain't genetically driving, he is genetically a Jew. LaRusseite loved this chaos here because Lyndon LaRusse was a Jew. He might pretend to be a right-wing Jew, just like a bunch of these cunts pretend to be right-wing cunts. They're really left-wing cunts, just like uh, idiot star, you know, uh, three mamsers by 666 Andre the Niggers. This stupid cunt actually believes that she went whining to Tom Robb about someone like me, and Tom Robb did something about it. She doesn't understand because she's just simply a stupid cunt who has never been taught anything different here. She's a cunt, C-U-N-T. Can't understand normal thinking. And I've been listening to Tom Bowie. I've been sort of confused. Why? Why does he believe this shit? Does he believe that somehow things are going to be changed? No. He's a pig. He doesn't want people not waking up. People know what's going on. He don't want people essentially coming to his house and running his spawn or his fellow pig life spawn in front of them here, using them as a human wave. Folks, I wouldn't mind clearing a minefield with pig life spawn. Send my own. Okay. No problem. Tom Booty. He's a pig. No doubt. No doubt. He's going to be going yapping to the Department of Zogland Security. Folks, he only lives, what, 35 miles away from it? I've seen, I've seen that face on long-time life. Lazy agent fucker expecting retirement soon. NCOs. All the other whores for the system. And Pierce thought that he was going to write some propaganda that's going to change their nature? Ha! Pierce didn't have, Pierce didn't have any honor. Pierce didn't have anything else here. Otherwise, he would have left he go ahead and said, okay, put me in prison, put me in prison. Yeah, I took money from the order. Put me in prison. Let me die in my cell of pancreatic cancer. But no, he wanted to, he wanted to have anal sex here with his uh, European whores here, Eastern European whores. To the very end, and then give it to what? Eric Levy as a race. Eric Levy gave it to Winterswell. So that's why I'm sort of hoping the Nargers actually win, but it doesn't really matter because Pierce's great work was nothing. It was all year found out $400,000 in Water's Zog Bucks. I don't worry about what's going on in South Africa. I've never, you know, these South Africans, I remember, what, 20 years ago, every single one of them, or every single South African male was pussy whoop, sort of like a Long Island Brian by, you know, his worthless mother is. All they're pussy whooped. All together, just a pussy. I wasn't surprised. I was a little bit surprised, but after I got to meet South Africa, the claimed BCI dentist, I wasn't surprised. The pussy said, oh, can we get right Well, no. I'm reading articles. Well, folks, kill yourself. Niggers are not dangerous. They're, they're, they're propped up by pigs. Tom Bowie is scared shitless. He's spying on the bowel movement. He got a fat, you know, he got probably a 
fat, pussy mouth retard. There, I, I guess these people from the Northwest, he sounds just like near Camp Mark Downey. I said, shit. Was that near Camp Mark Downey, the one who was licking old Clint, you know, Clint Downey's, yeah, you know, jo- jo- Jacqueline Marcio, you know, Josephine Marcus, Esther Kikis pussy here? Well, yes. Yes, he's just a sperm fart tolerant. No, he's all sperm fart. He's just really a, you know, a little bit. He's not a lifetime member. He's a sustaining member. He's going ahead and call it sperm fart Northwest. What's he going to do? What's he going to accomplish? This other character Tom Bowie is running the show for. Tom Bowie is just tidewater, flying, you know, pig tar. You know what I mean? That's all he is. He's just a pig. And you're listening to this chart. And, folks, even the Nimbusters were figuring out what the hell is with these cunts. I'm looking at the chat. Folks, it's just like after I found out that Pink was just a lying Jew pig on October 13th, 2010. You immediately start paying attention to what they're actually saying. It gone over my head. Now I'm finding out I'm actually reading this shit. And some of you Nimbus retards were on, you know, they call them what? Um, you know, whore mother of three? And old Wailing Lostein here was just is just simply censoring all the reviews. What did he do? He started out, according to Carolyn Yenta, just simply talking about silver and investments. What the hell? What you know, I mean, folks, does any you know it's sort of like when nine eleven you know, quote happened, you know, when Jews did it. I mean they let these stupid ragheads think that they were you know, that they were undetected and that they solved things they didn't hear. So Arabs were, you know, I, I told the story about, uh, you know, how the Jews and Zog Babylon blamed Arabs for it. They let the Arabs come into this country and get aboard the plane and, you know, you know scare the American sheeple and told the great story about let's roll and they actually shot down these planes. Folks, I've seen, you know, they, they had global hot. They, they flew these planes into these two World Trade Centers. And then what they did, and then they imploded the buildings, and then they imploded the third one, which wasn't hit, World Trade Center 7. The administrative building, it was time for it to go. You know, pay off with you, Larry Silverstein. Do I need a kite like Mike the Kite Delaney running around in the stolen tour bus that he got from that, you know, from that idiot? Bruce Gorman, to tell me different, to, to tell that I know, you know what I've seen. In the case of the Pentagon, guess what? The hole in the Pentagon is about the size of a small missile. That's all. That's all. So, folks, I, you know, I believe Jews and Zog did 9-11, just like Jews and Zog did what? Oklahoma City. We are we are waiting around for the next Oklahoma City. We really are. Running around waiting for it here. Just like uh, I remember 19, early 1995, in March, they said, Janet, we're going to lock up all those militia generals, all those militia leaders. I said, no, they're not. Why not? I said, if you go ahead and you start locking up, some people figure out they have nothing to lose and they will be shooting. Zog Babylon is scared shitless. If you read about revolutions, not a single revolution has occurred as a result 
of an open provocation that's occurred as a result of shit, you know, because there's a combustion. There's a whole bunch of shit waiting out just ready to start. In the case of the French Revolution, where all these people got their heads chopped off, mainly regime criminals, fat, stupid regime criminals, or in the case of the czar. Yes, some of it was started by Jew money, but folks, the, you know, in the case of the French Revolution, it started with a Paris bread right in front of one little shop. And here is a student, he gets up there and says, I'm tired of this shit! Kill them all! Kill them all! Kill them all! Kill them all! Folks, that's what I look for. And if you're a social worker, you and your entire family need to die. If you are a policeman, you and your entire family need to die. That's it. You're living on borrowed time. We're just, I'm just waiting. A man like me is just waiting for a chance to make you scream and start a whole new race of terror. But this is not going to be a normal revolution to where we just cut off the very top head. This is going to be a full-fledged civil war where 90% of the Uyghurs need to die. Don't have time to put them, you know, don't have time to chop off all the heads with a guillotine or machine gun them all down. They need to die. They all need to die. Just kill them, kill them, kill them, kill them. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen when the carrying capacity of Zog Babylon is less than 10% of what it is now? Let me just tell you, only 1% of the population will get through because even if it's 10%, the 10% isn't going to maintain, be able to maintain it's what it got when the other 90% are hungry. It's understood that every society is only 96 hours, a.k.a. three days food, away from anarchy, from oblivion. You think Tom Bowie is going to be able to eat unhoarded foodstuffs? When people are looking for them? I don't think so. Now, folks, I'm not advocating that anybody go after Tom Bowie. What I'm advocating is that you don't have anything to do with them. And by the way, you Nimbuster Tards troll the fuck out of Wailing Wallstein, troll the fuck out of Bitch Uberos, troll the fuck out of, uh, you know, that's what, all white. I'm going to go ahead and notify, you know, S.S. John that Tom Bowie's a pig. He's not an ex-pig. He's a pig. You new order people, you need to know that you're dealing with pigs. Do you want to go back to prison? I sang the song, what do you get when you fuck with Jews? Well, what do you get when you fuck with pigs? What's Tom Bowie going to do? Oh, no. Nobody's listening to my show except for trolls. Throw the fuck out of them. Throw the fuck out of all these sperm fart tards, this little show. Really kill the fuck out of them. Hmm? They ask him, well, if there was no video. The pig was out of weapon. Now the pig's going to get fried. All the other pigs are going to say, oh, shit, they should let us kill niggers. Let me tell you what pigs are scared of. Logic. 
Now, why was I not worried about Janet Reno rounding up all the militia leaders? And the answer is that, hey, if there's nothing to lose, there's going to be killing. And once killing starts, there's no way of going back. Somewhere in the timeline, there is a there is so many straws waiting to get broken and start an inferno which will burn down this coast to coast nut house. All Tom Bowie is trying to do is run a talks to you how Turner operation. Oh by the way, by the way, I was looking for all these things. By the way, you go ahead and look on old bitch Uberos. You go ahead and look at Tom Bowie's list here. Old bitch Uberos here, he's a Finkelsheniac too. I know I've seen this somewhere here. You know, he's no devil just like Finkelshine and just like Waylon Wallstein here. But they, you know, they listen to all these shows. I bet old, I bet old uh, Tom Bowie is listening right now. I bet Long Island Brand is listening right now. There are too much pussies here. You know, I mean, they're even pussies here, even though I would not mute them and I would not censor them because they don't have nothing to say. Nothing to say. What I want you to do is I don't want any of you threatening Tom Bowie. I don't want you anyone setting that stupid whore. He holds his mother. The whore who's arguing with a pussy to turn here for Andre the nigger angling input here. You know, look, Long Island Brian, I mean, shoot, you know, chances are, chances are, if Andre the nigger angling wanted old Anglo Mestizo Kush here, you know, he could get from your mother, and you'd end up having a little, you know, lighter, you know, albino nigger. The only thing that's saving you from having an albino nigger looks like Andre the nigger here in disguise here, you know, playing... You know, uh, playing a uh, see the Satan passion play. It's the fact that I'm going to measure first Duke and measure pussy. And who wants to go back to black? Your whole mother would you know, gladly give it to him. She wants old Andrew the nigger to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and extend, you know, extend his finger and his thumb and treat your whole mother here like she's a fucking six pack. You know, just put in, pick up. You know, sort of like a six-pack here. Go ahead. You know, come on, Andrew, nigger. Go ahead and show us here. Go ahead and show us the classic pose. Hmm? Go ahead and do that. All right? Yeah, well, he's, you know, his, his whore mother, his whore mother. She's the one that runs things. His whore mother's thing that runs things. Poor old Long Island Bryant. Poor little critter. Might as well go back to Hank. Might as well go back to Andre the Nigger. Might as well. Now, you could be a righteous man. You could be white. You know, maybe you're white. Maybe your mother, when she was younger, she didn't have a chance to do some mud sharking, you know, as much as she she wants to right now. 
folks, there's plenty of forty-ish old skanks here. They have, they have, you know, they have taken, they have taken poor hoisers for everything you got, made them pay. You know, sort of like old Piggle, you know, my brother Piggle's pussy. I tell him as a shit, don't be bitching, don't be bitching about how I don't have to trailer because hey, as long as I don't have to trailer, that bitch will never ever be able to get away from you, never ever. Never, ever, ever. You started asking, what if there was no video? Well, folks, they got away with shooting another nigger. Not a problem. Looks like guest 56 with some fucks. I want you to know, I want you to what? Well, in Wall I want you to let Pig Tom Bowie. I want you to let the sperm fart tars, all of them. Sperm fart name is Mud. What's going to happen? Does anybody really believe that Don Black is going to close down sperm fart because no tars send him money? No. Rob Babwall pay for, you know, pay for hosting just like the new Alter. The problem is is it won't have so many wiggers to hide behind. Stupid wiggers who want to die. What I want you to do is show contempt. For that pig Tom Bowie. I want you to show contempt for bitch you know, Uberos. What I'm gonna do because I'm going to treat them like thank you. Because, hey, folks, you go ahead and look at where they're listening to. They're listening all together. They're listening all together. This is the Internet Talks to You show. They're going to truth militia what is left of it. All these dogfall fronts died. So like Key Southworth, you know, thing died. It didn't last beyond me engineering it. It didn't last at all. Didn't last at all. It was gone. All together gone. None of it left. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good Lord, we have a whole bunch of tards. You know, tards in the hopper here. Let's see if you see me unmuting tards. Why? Because I'm scared of them? Because I'm scared they're going to say, Mighty Chamber, Mighty Chamber, Mighty Chamber. No, I'm scared of that. I'm not scared of criticism. At all. There's no guy who's not scared of criticism. Uh, Dewey Tucker, he's not scared of criticism. The other night I said, Well, Dewey. You know, I got confirmation here. I said, dude, I just can't believe in the, I can't believe in the reincarnation, how you, how you do it, and I do believe in free will. He made the point, there is no such thing as free anything, and certainly not free will. I said, okay. But I do believe you have a choice. And do he make quite clear, he is the ultimate, he is the ultimate predeterminist.
and I begin to see what he is, you know, what he is bringing at, and really, it's sort of comforting. You either want Elohims or you're not. In which case, you have to go through a bunch of learning cycles. Now, I don't agree with that. I believe, I believe that yes, the white man, the pure Israelite. I believe he has a choice. That's why. That's why I started here. You chose the seed of Israel's race. You who this year Christ called. But the question is, is that you know, when are you implanted with this knowledge? I do believe that Yahweh has ways of making. We were discussing Jonah here. I believe. I believe that, you know, he says, well, Jonah, he ran off here. That was Yahweh's will because Yahweh wanted Jonah, Jonah to, uh, oh, be swallowed by faith so the, the Ninevites who worship Dagon among their gods would, you know, see, you know, Jonah being puked out by a big old fish god. The problem is that, you know, yes, but do he? If Jonah had taken the caravan trip, taken the camel ride, to Damascus, through to Nineveh, not been swallowed by a fish at all, you would probably, you would probably have another tale as to why Jonah had an uneventful trip. Because that would have been Yahweh's will. It's nice, you know, talking to somebody who is not scared of criticism because he is Firmly, you know, based his own beliefs here. I don't agree with it. But if you know what you believe in, you can do well here. In case of Tom Bowie, I was, I was, you know, I was wondering why is he, you know, why is he talking about, you know, what is he talking about this shit? The answer is that he's a dog pig. Oops, I don't want Tom Bowie replaced. I don't want him replaced. I don't want him replaced by smarter Zog Pig. I want this Tom Bowie stupid pig sucking on a lemon here. Like, oh, it looks like he's been eating sucking on a lemon, which was stuck up Sarah Silvermanzer's ass here. And he knows where it's been. He's eating chew shit, but he's a whore. You know, my film you know, smarter three. You know, he, he's eating he's eating that he's eating that lemon. A whole bunch of other shit from a Tychus's, you know, from a Yentiskank, from, you know, a Wailing Wall and Bitch Uberosa's ass here. And, you know, he doesn't, he's been a whore. He's been a whore ever since he decided to become an NCO in the Army. He decided to become a pig. He's not an ex-pig. He's not an ex-jupe. He's a double-dipping piece of shit. I do not want Tom Bowie replaced with someone who's smarter. Any more than I wanted Trader Glenn Miller replaced. Any more than I want Brian Rio replaced. Any more than I want Fink, you know, you know, Bale Fink replaced. Any more than I want Eli or James replaced. Any more than I want Dan Jones replaced. I like stupid shoes. I really do. I like stupid, 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 stupid shoes. Pretend to be smart. 
I don't want David Duck replaced. I don't want Milton Munster Don Black replaced. It's all like a real stumbling. We end up having a piece of shit named, what, I call him Twitter fan Goober. Do I want SSA? You're a training card. I don't want you replaced. I don't want any of you creatures replaced. Because you're stupid pieces of shit. You idiots. I don't want you replaced. What does the show aim at? This show is aimed at. Just like when I run for mayor, I got a little bit over 2% of the population. You know, just like if I had a Buick motoring club here for the one percenters. No, folks, I want the two percenters. I want the ones who have, you know, the less than half of the 5%, which, you know, 120, which has leadership ability, and I want all the ones who are mad as hell. And all I want to tell them is that there is no, you know, there's no need to have a Gertrude Stein lesbian, you know, uh, you know, re-education or uh, death camp. There's no need for that. If they're dead, they can't cause any more trouble. And folks, niggers don't know how to run an AK-47 ammunition plant. They don't. Because all Babylon collapses here. It's going to be, it's going to go down. The tip antigen is going to go boop. You know, then you know, half will break up here. It's going to break apart. That's why I disagree with Harold Covington. He's, you know, he's on a Cognese ANN, and that's nice. Cognese is going to have a drunken crackhead like Morris Gillette because he wants to whine like a pussy about the South African. He ends up having this, oh, looks like this colored lady, Monica Stone, on there. Why? Why have yourself a bunch of losers? Lying losers. Have you heard about the lonesome losers? Yeah, I've heard about them. Shit, nothing about lonesome losers. Looking for other losers. By losers, I'm not talking about people who have decided they don't want to grub after money. I'm talking about people who want to continue grubbing for money by going in and being pieces of shit like Tom Bowie. Both scales fell off my eyes Friday night. Then when Tattered Flag said, Tom, Tom, you said you were ex-pig, huh? I knew about Wailing Wall Kite being a LaRouche. Me and Wailing Wall Kite here, uh, you know, Wailing Wall Kite had heard about me. Where is this? So negative. Oh, what's it about? Tard sending in more money? What's it about? Tard sending in more money? That's what it's about.
Hitler murdered you? I doubt it. Maybe dead, what do you want me to do about it? This is just, you know, I mean, why do people read cute shit? I mean, I'm looking at this Rand Paul. Everything has a name. Now, you know, Adam gave all the beasts of the field a name. Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm looking at Think Machines. Uh, you end up having a Steranopromamser talking about thinks, you know, not actually called beasts of the field. Think doesn't, you know, think doesn't believe in, you know, two seed line Christian identity. He's a Jew. He's just simply a Jew who was, you know, who became a quote Greek scholar. Even though this character named Joseph Zito proved out that Think doesn't even know enough, you know, doesn't even have a command of the Greek language to fish at two, a one month, a one month Greek student. There's old Rand Paul. I think his daddy was a Jew boy. He was he was uh he was listening to this Jew boy named Murray Rothstein or whatever. Rothbard. A Jew listening to a Jew. So here we have a little Jew boy critiquing American foreign policy. He's so edgy. He's so edgy. And then he ended up having this evil bitch Hillary, who's only virtue. Is they make Negro Bongo look good. By the way, by the way, you know one of the things was is that this uh, radio station in northern, in northern uh, Maine, extreme northern Maine, living in God's country, way up there, and I uh, talked to the guy. Uh, he actually broadcasts on TalkShoe. He has a little bitty radio station, and what they're going to do is they're going to have Hal Turner come back. And folks, I, you know, if the movement turn isn't on that day, I'll be listening to Hal Turner myself. I think Cal Turner's hilarious. Folks, we should never let, we should not let Hal Turner back in the movement. Why? Don't you want someone who's stupid, who got caught? You know, he's a, he's a Jew rat. I mean, why would you want, why wouldn't you want an unsuccessful Jew rat coming back to the Bible movement? No, looks. Some of you nimbus tards figured out whaling oil. I mean, uh, whaling Wall Street oil steam was no good. By the way, they're pissing like tards here. Somebody brought in all these listers. They shoot you like think. If it wasn't for nimbus tards, they could have eight people listing. Too fucking pussy scared to unmute the guests here. That's what they're going to do. Whaling Wall Street here. He has gone to the Brian Reel. Screw what talks to you. Same way with Tom Bill, Tom Bowie. We're going to go ahead and play Cossacks and you boys. And as a result, go ahead and put them in their own new ghetto. Folks, anytime Tom Bowie wants to call into the show, he can. Anytime bitch, you know, Uber or Juberos wants to call in the moving turd, he can. Anytime Wailing Wallstein wants to call in the moving turd, he can. Anytime Carolyn Yento or Bale Fink 
or Eli wants to call into the movement turn, they can. Now, Russ, where he wants to have a, you know, he wants to do next week about Paul being an apostle, and I'm going to tell Rusper is that, well, Poopy Dog cannot stand two hours of back-to-back stupid like that, you know, in two weeks here. It's going to have to be later on this month or next month uh, for Russ to engage his stupid muscle. It's a while to engage stupid. Well, I mean, you know, really, no one should have to listen to nonstop stupid. But hey, any any tards want to come in to this show, they can do so. Really, they can. Okay. No, I have a problem with Bully because he's a zog pig. Well, Tom Bowie, he was just like old Whaling Wall's team. He wasn't going to let me chat at all. Very last year, he was like, oh, you're a piece of shit. And I said, hey, look, best part of you. Dribble down your, you know, your whole mother's legs 50 years ago. I, I went ahead and got my legs in. No, Tom Bowie, you're not, you're, you're not running a hate list. You're just a zog pig. Your, your time is up. Now, whether or not you continue will be based all upon where Zog's paying you check. And, folks, Zog is paying his check. He got a Zog check from being in the Army. You know, he's a, he's a 20-year-old lifer pig. And he's a Zog. Life or pig. He might very well continue for a while as long as talks you. But guess what? Nobody seriously is going to talk to him. Time may come when it's sort of like a damn job. I don't even bother with the damn jobs. Certainly not when Survivor is on. Dan Johns is a lying piece of shit tart. Okay? So, <clears throat> well, he housed in the Army for two years. He can ban me from calling in all he wants. This is show. Well, it's a Zog show, but, you know, he's running it. I was thunderstruck. I was thunderstruck. What the hell is he banning me here because I'm fighting with Wailing Wallstein? Wailing Wallstein is why I like a pussy because I was ridiculing Carolyn Yenter for being a Magyar Skankus. Why is that occurring? Well, it's occurring. Why was it? Why was it occurring? It's because hey, 
He's protecting Marilyn Wallstein. Marilyn Wallstein's protecting Carolyn Yenta. Folks, I listen to Carolyn Yenta when she, you know, I mean, most of the time she's yapping, you know, she's yapping Hitler shit. I mean, where the hell did a Magyar, did a Magyar come in when essentially she's not German? She's not white. She's a Yento Lesbos gang. What, what the hell makes her an expert about Hitler? They had one stupid show just recently. Pretending that a quitter that would be in a camp. I mean, Carolyn Yenta, you know, I mean, if she lived around the time of Hitler, well, she probably did, but she was just a young Yenta camp. But let's say she was like Anne Frank, and she was born in a, you know, Bergen-Belsen, a notorious death camp, you know. Sort of like this here young Jew. He was born in the death camp of Bergen-Belsen. And this kike lived to torment Herman Goring's faggot nephew. No shit. A kike born in the death camp of Bergen-Belsen in 1943, born and obviously lived in the, quote, death camp, lives to torment Herman Goring's faggot nephew. He was seven. He was seven in 1943 or something like that. So, well, he'd be, what, oh, less than 80 now? You boy born in the death camp of Bergen-Belsen lived to torment Herman Goring's faggot nephew. The new Uncle Herman. And you think Herman, Uncle Herman was okay. Now he thinks Uncle Herman was a real fucking, you know, anti-faggot. You know, doubtless he would put... You know, Herman Goering would have put his own faggot nephew. I mean, if Germany had won the war, Herman Goering would have probably put his own faggot nephew at camp. And made him wear a fucking pink triangle. And made him suck all the damn Jews wearing the yellow triangle. But in case... <laughs> you know, that's all, that's all it is here. Just whine, 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 whine. That's all sperm fart is, is whining. Whine like pussy. If you're a white man, if you're a white man, you know that the Jews and the niggers hate you. There's no getting around the fact that they hate you. But you and I understand that the Jew fears you. The Jew is scared to death of you. But somehow you're going to figure it out and don't care about how many niggers you kill as long as you kill Jews and niggers. They're scared. Oh, went to Walmart. I was looking, you know, the other day I was looking around some bananas, and the dang, if a first-generation beaner here was you know, staring at me here, you know what I mean? And he's the first-generation beaner that's so bad. I mean, well, then I thought about this is something that definitely nerved me here. This was the first couple of days here. I was in the county jail. I'd be damned if there wasn't a beaner faggot who was looking through, looking through while I was outside in the pod for my one hour. And that goddamn Venus faggot was beating off and looking at me. I mean, I, I sort of want to tear off the door and beat that Venus faggot, you know, you know, beat that Venus faggot here, but, you know, probably he don't like this here. But 
That's that's what we have here, and that's what we have in a bowel movement. Johnny Tonto, Johnny Tonto, and R. D. Bradshaw, who's a Jew, that old kike here. I think he's living in Cyprus here. Convening with us, our Jew named Yer Davidy. And I'm going to go ahead and get around to ask Logan Hunter. You been talking shit about me, Logan Hunter? If you have, I'm going to rip your whole new one, Flipper Arms. Go with your whole new one. I've been talking shit about you, Flipper Arms. In case, it's Johnny Tonto. Whining, whining, whining. Why don't you want? Your grandfather, he may, I don't know where your grandfather was born. I know damn well he was a Pentecostal linthead in northeast Oklahoma somewhere. And I keep here in Ottawa County. This comes from some news thing where your Uncle Newman talked about his father. So let's not be surprised. Do whatever you want. Okay? Is it you now? Uh, well, you go ahead and go over there. Well, R.D. Bradshaw is convening with this Jew, you know, this Jew with a, uh Australian Uyghur father and a Jewish mother. Way back, there used to be two Jews here. One was a Jew drone named F.W. Poli. I call him fuckwit Poli. He was running around with another Jew named Yuri Kirienko. You know, Yuri, Yuri you know, had an inferiority complex. But essentially, F.W. Poli, his, uh, you know, his father was a Jew, and his mother was, uh, was a Whigress of some sort, an Aussie Whigress, or a British Columbia, Kanekistan Whigress. Yo, Davidy, Yo, Davidy, his father is a Goyim, and his mother is an Estrakikis, and Yer David was a lot easier. So, you know, from my ear, R.D. Bradshaw is debating. Uh, R.D. Bradshaw is a Talmudist. He doesn't show his face. He's more likely, you know, I'm, I think he's a Jew. He's some sort of we lost Jew. So, like Obi Gender Bender. I don't know why anybody should listen to a Jew yapping about financial advice here. Not smart. But they went ahead and put something up. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and rip R.D. I'm going to go ahead and rip Johnny Tonto, another asshole. Fact the matter is, old Johnny Tonto was turned on all this for a long. Johnny Tonto keeps it up. I'll just go ahead and oh, now post pictures of this lank-headed, obvious mongrel, fifth daughter, the retard. You see, Johnny Tonto wants to talk about how tough he is because I won't invite him down to Remy's to have a fist fight with him. And I won't. Look, Johnny Tonto, if you're listening, you know, you owe the Ashkenazi Melendian criminal Brian Wright a fist fight first. He wanted to have a fist fight with you, you pussy it. So you owe you owe Brian Wright a 
fist fight first here. You know, you, mo- you mams are pussy, okay? Pussy down, that you pussy down after this fight. Someone come bitching to me when you don't have any business. By the way, old Johnny Tonto posted supposedly a picture of him. When I knew Johnny Tonto, what he would do is he would post pictures of his Flinger friends and then claim it was him and then laugh like crazy when critters like Brian Wright thought it was old Johnny Tonto. It wasn't. Johnny Tonto has a whole bunch of pictures of Flingers. Some fly in a helicopter. Johnny Tonto is just simply a red nigger. Two of his daughters are obvious mongrels. Probably daughter number six is an obvious mongrel. Old Cody's an obvious mongrel and a faggot to boot. Maybe old Johnny Tonto is giving his man pussy to Brian Real. I don't know. I bet he is, but hey. You're not going to show your face. Tom Bowie has showed his face, at least as far as we know. I believe that is indeed Tom Bowie. Well, bitch, Uber else, he hasn't showed his face. Poor silly Long Island Brian. Look, Long Island Brian, call it sometime. And we will debate about whether you know, or not your mother is a mudchuck whore. She's a whore. You know, I mean, the only thing that's keeping you from having Boy, there's only two things keeping you from having a little half-brother that looks a lot like Andre the nigger, and that's the fact that your whole mother probably, probably is too old to squeeze out another nigglet. The second is is that Andre the nigger prefers goopkiss and nigger pussy. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe if your whore mother We'll go ahead and get out some kiwi, you know, get out some brown shoe polish, or let me just tell you, black walnut holes. He can look like a dot head, you know, more likely. You know, maybe just a little bit darker than he would do. Hey, your mother, your mother believes that white men prefer, you know, Pastor Patty now. Why, he ought to be censored because, oh, no. I don't like it. Well, I'm 20, you know, my youngest kid is 17 years old. Hell, what I hear is worse. And by the way, it wasn't me the cuss. It was uh, old Larry Wallstein. He claimed falsely that I'd called Carolyn Yente a cunt on the show. I didn't. I called her a Magyar. Short, essentially a horse cock. Here are these characters yapping. You know, they don't believe in two-seed line. They're a crime syndicate. No, they're the spawn Satan. Let's understand that. Let's understand what these creatures are. Don't forget. Not misunderstand. All right? Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and log in because I don't think anybody else is out. We just got kicked off here. It's probably about time to end the show. Because I doubt Mona and I doubt Aknafemna is going to leave here. I really, you know, I really want to thank Mona. Uh, I went ahead and cashed your check. I didn't ask for your check, but it's nice to send it here. Okay? It's nice. I, I like Mona. 
No, I don't know. Mona may have been hell on wheels when she was younger, but Mona sort of mellowed out over the years. Mona's really mellowed out. I like Mona. We used to like Mona. Disagree with Mona, but I like Mona. Anyway, I'm looking, trying to retrieve the call. Well, guess what? If you there here, Debsky, you want to call in? What Zog Bucks? <laughs> Dembski, I mean, don't you have don't you have uh, something to do tomorrow? But yeah, be nice. Dembski called in. Oops, I'm not tonight. Okay, well, Mona isn't going to call in, and uh, well, it looks like Mona had to go to bed. It's midnight out there. And let me see. Up in the family, she heads out. So yeah, I like Mona. Okay. Okay, what's wrong, Bucks? Dembski died three months ago. Well, no, Dembski was supposed to die three months. Yeah, he was supposed to die. He had throat cancer. But, you know, I mean, you know how Jews lie. So anyway, I'm going to call. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call it that. I'm going to go ahead and say, hell, Victory. You shut down the turd. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and show how you shut down the turd. I mean, you you got the best of me. Marty has you ass games. You got you just you just got the best of me here. Let me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna go ahead and say hell victory. And. Good night. Worst turd ever. I doubt it. Just remember, kill, 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 kill. Pays lawyers, judges. They can't. They can't eat if you're busy killing them. Look, some of you'll have no choice here. You'll think that they have the food. So you can call it a night. Oh. 
well, mostly Jews as well, and the rest of them were just sort of chaotic tars. They were sort of they were sort of antediluvian nimbusters before there was an internet. Some went to prison for stealing money for Lyndon LaRouche. I don't know if he's still alive, but he was a he was a crazy Jew and he had his wife stolen by a liberal Jew, so he decided to become a conservative Jew. And he would talk all sorts of shit about the Queen of England and Henry Kissinger selling dope and all this sort of thing here. On this, you know, he he buy a half hour of time, and he ran against Reagan. He ran against Carter. He ran against a number of people before he got sent to prison. I'm not sure if the old you know, the, the old Jew boy is still alive. But uh, this one character, uh, Bob or Wailing Wall, you know, Wailing Wallstein here, he uh, he somehow managed to get Tom Metzger's web page, and I believe. That Metzger, you know, it's been rumored that Metzger was, you know, he lost, he lost this two million dollar lawsuit. He had people send him money, and supposedly the certain party lost there and gave him a deal where he get half the money that came in, and he would just give the names of, the, you know, names of the people who, who uh, sent him money. So uh, anyway, about two years ago, two years ago. This Wailing Wallstein takes over Metzger's page. I believe that Metzger is living in a single wide with a fat you know, woman about his age uh, in Warsaw, Indiana. So in any case, he, he may somehow get over it. So I was, I was sort of ridiculing Wailing Wallstein by saying, uh, what do you got, Metzger in the bottom of the trunk here and just taking them out every day or so and feeding them? And Wailing Wallstein was bitching about him and Tattered Flag. Well, Tattered Flag figured out he was uh, LaRouche. So anyway, I called in to this tomboy who had a nice southern accent, but he goes ahead, and I fight with Wailing Wallstein over, uh, you know, over Carolyn Yeager. Uh, it's been admitted she's a Hungarian, which means that she's a Magda, which means that she's essentially a you know, descent from horse kikes. So he, he goes ahead and he's explaining how about how she can't be what she's not denied. She has not denied that her brother was president of the Chicago uh, Chicago Hungarian American Society. She hasn't denied that you know, but therefore she's a Hungarian aka Magyar. And I called her Carolyn Yenta before I found out she was a lesbian and that she was married to Theodore Kahat, so essentially, you know, she's a Jew, both by penetration and by birth. So she talks about Hitler just like a lot of them, just like Fink does, and she was ovulating to Fink a couple, you know, about five years ago as well. And uh, so in November, in November, I called in, and this, you know, this guy was scared, but he was scared not to have me on a show, but. I was I was keeping on talking about people in the movement, and he eventually, after three circlings around, he went in and banned me. We claimed I'd called Kellen yet to come on the show, and I hadn't. You know, he was just simply lying. He lied about a number of other things, and so then he got on, and I abruptly get get muted by old Tom Bowie, and he's whining and screaming about how impolite I am and how I'm talking behind people's backs and. You know, I'm an anonymous this and that, so uh, he's bitching a tattered flag, and uh, he left me back on. I said, well, you know who I am, don't you? Yeah. You know, and, 
what he is, he's just like John Britton and the rest here. He's a he's a, he's essentially a pig who thinks he's so cool. You wouldn't talk to me, in, you know, in front of me. Well, anyway, I looked at him. He looks like a sour, you know, sour uh, faced, you know, either a wigger or a whatnot. But he, he, you know, he claims to be an ex pig. Found out later on, you know, his tattered flag, and he finds, you know, he says, "Well, you admitted to being the next cop here." And guess what? Tom Bowie doesn't deny that. And by this time, here's the all the Nimbus guitars. They are coming in like crazy, you know, listening to the show. And then you end up having this here heifer who's a proud mother of three. And one of them is this little critter named Long Island Brian who used to hang around Fink, who hangs around this nigger, Andre the nigger angrily. And so essentially she's saying that... You know, Tom Metzger wouldn't, you know, not Tom Metzger, but, uh, you know, Tom Robb wouldn't let me talk to you like that. Well, no, if Tom Metzger called down a man for putting an uppity woman who thinks she gets the boss white men in the place and censor them, Tom Robb would you know, pretty well be done for. So you have all these Stormfront characters who, like Paul Flom, he's bored. Uh So anyway... You have an interesting show, and Tom Bowie keeps on coming back, but people are saying, what the hell's going on here? Well, I know what's going on here. Tom Bowie, he's a pig. There's no such thing as the next pig. And by the way, he uh, used to be in the Army. He's an NCO who's essentially a double-dipping pig. 20 years in the Army, however long in the pig life, he lives around you know, the Potomac, 35 miles away, Essentially, he's, you know, I, I have no doubt that what he is doing is that he is essentially trolling for information, you know, on Stormfront. He is bitching and pissing and moaning about how he's not a member of the movement, the white nationalist movement at all, but I'm so negative. You know, I have a pocket, you know, and it doesn't make any sense unless you understand that he's a pig. So that's pretty well what I was talking about tonight. Uh, you know, so... You know, I, I pretty well said is that, hey, now that people know this character is a pig, uh, you know, he's pretty well, you know, he's pretty well done for because, you know, everybody's scared. I mean, there's no need, there's no need to talk to Jews. There's no need to talk to pigs, is there? Right? Well, well, I mean, that's just like talking to niggers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's the point? What is the point? I've had people tell me, well, they got another argument with the nigger. Why? That's like me getting in an argument with somebody's dog. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. There's, there's no point to it. It might even be dangerous or, or inconvenient anyway. You know what I mean? Right. So, in any case, uh, you know, Tom Dewey, you know, or Tom, not to, uh, Tom Bowie. He's a pig. This rich Ubero sees him there going front card. And pretty well, uh, he's saying the same thing that Wailing Wallstein, a.k.a. Uh, Boo from, you know, from uh, the District of Corruption, is that Jews are not a race. Why, they are just simply, oh, a long-term conspiracy of criminals. So essentially they're talking the no-devil shit. Well, of course they should. I mean, there's not a Jew yet who wants to admit that he's born evil. 
that his, you know, his father is Satan. So here's these people, you know, a pig, you know, a pig, and maybe a wizard retard defending Jews. Basically playing the little game of Jews talking about Jews. So that's what happened Friday night, and I listened to it. You know, I was doing some chores. I was going over to Neosho. Uh, I had a little, uh, I had a little water leak, so I had to go over to Neosho and buy some uh, fittings for the, uh, buy some fittings for the, uh, you know, to fix what I'd broken. You know, buy some pipe glue or something like that. So I was listening to that. Uh, I was listening to that show. So uh, no, it. it, it I was wondering, why is he saying this? Because it doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense now that you know he's a pig. Right? Right. Just like like it made sense. I mean, but but on the other hand, you you remember what I was saying is that, you know, I think, you know, I I said he was a jewel. Well, he was. He was a jewel. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't discover think until what? uh, October 13th. 2010 at 1.30 p.m. at the Neosho Public Library when I formed a sock puppet account and found out that they had been lying to me and then the scales dropped from my eyes. Uh, you know, when old Tattered Flag, you know, he already said that Wailing Wallstein was a LaRouche and uh, I said, no, nah, let, let, you know, don't you understand what it means? Well, yeah, I understand what it means. When LaRouche is a Jew. Uh, you know, and so most of his followers were just chaotic Jews. But I wanted Tattered Flag to, you know, I mean, I, you, you, you don't want to overfeed a hunting dog. You know what I mean? You don't want to overfeed a hunting dog. You you want that hunting dog <laughs> hungry. You know what I mean? Because then the hunting dog will do his job better than if he's just a fat dog with a full belly. You know what I mean? You know, overfeeding well, a hunting dog is good for him. Fat dogs are fat because they lay around. Yeah. Hunters stay lean because they're always out hunting, running yeah. the hills. You yeah. know, it's, it's what's in them. It's that life force. Okay. But, and that, that life force in these cops is no good. But nothing is good. I mean, I have seen, love in that house, I've seen one character who was in the MPs here. He went down, he was called down to New Orleans, and what he seen there, what he seen there over two weeks, he was down there. I decided I'm not going to be a policeman. But what that is, is that, hey, there's some things I just won't do. You know what I mean? You know, I've seen, I've seen what it's like actually being a policeman, you know, when things start falling apart, and there's some things I won't do. I've known another character. He was sort of like a Jack Witness here. He only lasted 30 days. Now, this character has lasted a long, long, long time. First as a, you know, an Army NCO. Now, you go ahead and you look at him. You know, he's looking disgusting. He's far more at home with the damn pigs who are surrounding this rally than he is with these tattooed freaks here holding up signs. You know what I mean? You can tell he doesn't like being there. You know what I mean? He's doing there because that's his job. His job is to spy. His job is to destroy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what he is. So, you know, 
I mean, this guy definitely did not like me. He never did like me. Uh, he doesn't, you know, I'm an apocalyptic, I'm an apocalyptic character here. Well, so, you know, see, pigs don't like hearing that everything will get a whole much better if there is an apocalypse. And usually he knows what happened. You know, he knows who the first ones to get a bullet in you know, apocalypse are going to be. You know what I mean? An apocalypse, he don't want an apocalypse to happen, does he? Right. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with an apocalypse. That's what everybody hates. Okay, what is it? where does that work? Okay, it's used in the Bible for the name of the last book, and it simply means revelation. Nobody wants anyone to have revelation. Keep things going like they are. Well, yeah. Okay, where are we headed? All right, that's what they want. Jews make absolute power and rule in an anarchy. Oh, yeah. And this nation's going to complete anarchy. That's what it's going to. So that's apocalypse. Ain't nothing wrong with an apocalypse. Well, yes, but you know, you read in the Bible where the saints are saying, how long, how long? You know, it's the yeah. saints who want the, you know, it's the saints who want an ending to it. You know what I mean? I know when Yahweh God told Abraham what would happen to his descendants that became known as the children of Israel. He said they would be in bondage for many hundreds of years until the iniquity of the Amorites is fulfilled. All right, we're having the same situation. In this nation, the iniquity will be fulfilled, then comes deliverance. Now, the Jews and all their seed of the serpent bunch, they think anarchy is going to bring them total power. No, they how can they have power? In Russia and many other countries. But what happens in this nation when that anarchy arrives, then comes the deliverance. Their day is over. Yeah. Yahweh isn't, Yahweh isn't going to save that seed line. Yahweh's been preserving both seed lines. You got that and right. Once, once, you know, once Yahweh has no need for them anymore, they're gone. They're the tares that burn. They're the tares that are collected and burnt. They're gone. There's no more of them. There's no need for them. So, any more than there is need for death and hell. So, yeah, uh, I think I think Tom Bowie. You know, this Tom Bowie is pretty sharp. He's a fairly sharp pig here, and uh, I, you know this is why I was telling the Nimbuster Tards. You know, I, I'm saying is that hey, I want those of you listening to me. I don't want you hurting or molesting or anything. You know, this Tom Bowie or this other one because folks. It's the same way with Brian Real and Dale Fink and Eli James and David Duck and the rest here. You want the ones who are stupid and who have gotten caught as criminals. You want 
you want them to remain because you don't want them replaced with someone who hasn't been caught. You know what I mean? Who hasn't, you know, who essentially, you know, hasn't been caught. You want the ones who have been caught, who have been stupid, who have been unlucky. You want the ones who everyone, you know, who's able to understand anything knows about. So I said, uh, but what I would really appreciate is if you Nimbus Retards would just troll the hell out of, uh, you know, of old Zog Pig Tom Bowie and Bitch Uberos and uh, Wailing Wallstein, just troll the crap out of them and make them to where they're just like old Rabbi Fink, uh, just huddled up like a Jew boy in the ghetto, you know, and, you know just play Cossacks and Jew boys with them, them Buster Cards. Well, so, if you uh, took the problems out of them, Martin, they wouldn't have nobody there. Well, that is true here. But hey, you know, these, these, you know, they got, you know, I like them thinking that, you know, that they're having a Holocaust. How's that? You know what I mean? (laughs) 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 So I'm just, uh, I'm just sort of, just sort of laughing. They're talking about this one card. Well, I mean, all these shows. Okay, you take the the government agents out, and you take these other whatnots out, they wouldn't have anybody left. It's the same circle day in, day out, and they all get in there and they carry on. And you think about what's going on in America today will be impacted by any of these things. You know, these people, they can't even make a difference with one other person. And they're going to save our nation with all their jibber-jabber? I don't <laughs> think so. It's like a car stuck. All they do is spin the wheels over and over and over and go nowhere and act like, well, the motor's running wide open. Well, you ain't going anywhere. Look at where our nation's come in the last 50 years, 30 years, 10 years. And you see what their efforts amount to. Nothing. So they just jibber-jabber, stir up mud, and then cry because the water's muddy. (laughs) There's no deliverance there. Where's any righteousness? Go into any of these places. I don't care who you listen to. Where's any righteousness? Where's any character, any integrity? You don't see it. There was someone asked one time when I was on your show, why did I leave the... uh, White nationalist movement. Hell, I've never been in it. How could I leave it? There was no white national movement in the 70s. None. Zero. Nada. It didn't exist. Just like this thing called Christian identity did not exist. And you look at the slippery slope we've been on from the 80s till now. 
and how far down have we gone on it? And who has been taking us right down that road? All these good-sounding titles. There's, there's no character. No integrity. Yahweh, God, give us some men instead of what you call sock puppets. It's just one thing right after another that drags us deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, one day we're going to see the record come, drag everything out. But they ain't going to get out there on their own because they've brought us into the horribleness of where we are today, and that's nothing compared to where we're headed. Well, I agree with that, do we? Uh, I, did, I did go ahead and mention I'm going to try to back off being a CI dentist here because, uh, well, you know, if you're claiming, you're claiming to be Christian identity, you're saying your identity is based upon, well, what so-called Christians claim they are. It's not a racial thing. Well, that lets all the God-knots in. Oh, well, we're Christian, and uh, because of that, we're, we're going to be identity. <laughs> all right. Give me a break. You know, I'm Christian all day long. It don't keep you from being a whatnot. Oh, yeah. Plug it in my cell phone. Oh, did I? We'll probably be kicked off pretty soon here, Dewey. Yeah, I know that for a fact. They kick us off any time after four hours, you can be terminated. Oh, yeah. Well, I you remember when talk, talk show used to go, what, 10 minutes to five hours, and you could press star 69 and go on for another hour. And I never knew if you could go ahead and go on for a, what, a seventh hour or, or a you know, six-plus hour. Uh, but I did have one show, one which Brian Real called in, which was... Hey, we got a guest. There's yeah. a guest said that he wants to cut me. What does that sound like? Who's the big cutters, the niggers? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, you know, I'll just go ahead. You know, post in, and say something, run away. Yep. All right, I mean, you know, I'm going to catch you. Okay. No, he's not. No, he's right. not. Just show up, get your knife out, and it'd be just another nigger bringing a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to your house here. Well, so like Johnny Johnny Tonto Britton, he's been he's been talking to this uh, Talmudic Jew named R. D. Bradshaw, and pretty well he's all butt hurt, and he presented another picture supposedly of him, and he's uh, he's all he's all butt hurt because I won't invite him to a fist fight at the Ramey store in Granby, Missouri. And I pointed out is that hey, you had a chance to fight another another manager named Brian Light 
know, he wanted to have a fist, he wanted to have an MMA meeting with you know match up with you in a gym in Boise, and you pussy out of that one. So uh, you know, so as I look at why you first owe a you owe a fist fight to Brian Wright, you know, the more you're gonna go ahead and bother me. But, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna he's not gonna do that. But he's all he's all posted off. See what I've done is oh every so often he gets his email, he gets all huffy. So I go ahead and I post it onto my website. And then I have his quote, you know, gay faggot Indian son, you know, Cody, come on, and the having six dollar come on. He's all he's all pissy about here. His uh, oldest daughter, his oldest daughter, and his fifth daughter, who's a retard, uh, you know, they they have very white, you know, black hair, and they have very white skin, which you know shows that they're whatnot. And he's all, you know, he's all pissy. He's all pissy because I found this newspaper article by Newman Britton. And you remember, you know, I, I told you that, you know, Newman Britton's father. Uh, you know, he uh, was a Pentecostal minister who came from north, you know, from northeast Oklahoma. I keep on here in Ottawa County, which is about, oh, 30 miles from here. Starts, you know, the Oklahoma, you know, the Oklahoma state line, Ottawa County, Oklahoma line starts here. And pretty much, you know, that's where the uh, Eastern Shawnee tribe is headed, you know, is headed that. So, John Brittany is an Indian. He claims a, a name called Six Killer, which essentially is an Indian name. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. See, he's not going to go anywhere and do anything because he doesn't dare show his face. You know what I mean? You have all these characters. They don't dare, you know, they don't dare show who they are, but they think that they get to tell people what to do. Yeah, they just push power and act tough and, you know, it's just another diversion. Just pure weakness. The person you better watch out for is the one that never says anything. No threats, no nothing. Just do it. I've met men in my life most of them died in prison. But they were men. Byron Daylaw Beckwith. Yeah. You know, they had that big deal about three years ago about George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin. Yeah. On one of the news shows, they were talking about it. In some way, my name got drug into it as if I caused the situation by ordaining Byron De La Beckwith. I mean, what did Byron and I have to do with any of it? Oh, so, oh that, you know, this this beater, this beater killed a nigger. So that that shows you they never forget to drag everything back thirty, forty years. And most of these people hanging out in these talk shoes, their little minds can't go back 10 years. They don't even know what went on in the 70s and who the players were, much less the 60s, 50s, 
it's it's amazing that we have been so infiltrated by the government and all their whatnots that they're running that if they came out, there'd be nobody left. Now, that's the state of the nation. Yeah, but there's fewer. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty well being revealed. I mean, they used to say whites would be a minority in 2015. That was 2040. Actually, they're a minority now. You know what I mean? No, I, well, I, figured that I out. think, huh? Martin, what amazed me, in 1976, the National Socialist Party, the Nazi Party in America. Now, this was right after Rockwell had been assassinated by one of his old Jew followers. Then comes up as the head of the Nazi Party is a Jew. Yeah. By the name of Frank Cohen. Frank yeah. Cohen, a Jew from Chicago, and he's now leading the Nazi party. Skokie. Give me a break. Okay, I saw a couple of years ago on TV news that one of these Klan leaders ain't nothing but an outright Jew. <laughs> you can look at them, you can tell. I don't even have to know their name, but if I hear their name first, I wouldn't have a problem figuring out what a Cohen is. <laughs> and yet people follow them? People yeah. that are supposed to know something? That's what gets me. You know, here they are, here they're following on you know, on your angling and you look at them, the critter's a nigger. And four years ago, he was an anti-racist nigger. And three years ago, he had a picture of him when he was an anti-racist nigger uh, <clears throat> walking, you know, did a YouTube video of him and his jailbird Filipino girlfriend. So here he is. He's a, you know, he's a anti-racist nigger who has a Filipino jailbait. He's a sex tourist. And now he runs supposedly daily spermer. And from what he, you know, from what he actually writes himself, it is no more his work than uh, the Finkelstein you know, New Talmud translation is. You know what I mean, Fink isn't able to write anything, uh, you know, intelligent. Fink isn't able to speak Greek. Uh, uh, well, he not learned the English language yet. Oh yeah, no. I mean, she is a. Uh, his first language is Yiddish. His second language is Yiddish. You know, Greek comes in third or fourth somewhere. You know what I mean? And he was he was mad because this one guy said that he was learning Greek. Now he probably was you know a native Greek himself, but I have noticed that every native Greek follower, you know, speaker, uh, Russ Walker's uh, Greek Mongol woman. You know, she you know she was she was raised you know, this what, what Russ Walker is, you know, I kicked Newman Britton and Rufus out of the news party in 1976 because Newman married an Indian, a whatnot. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it tells you right quick, what spirit is in them? It is not the spirit of race. You wouldn't do those things. Yeah, but I, I've informed you that, you know, pretty well from my gather, the Britons, you know, were whatnots to begin with. So what difference does it make if he marries a whatnot? You know what I mean? So, but that isn't what they pretend. They don't, uh, you know, they don't say we're whatnots. They pretend to be white. Well, yeah. What was that's it what about? John, what John, John, Britton, John Britton is pissing and moaning ever since she shown that picture of Newman and Rufus, you know, in a news uniform. He's been pissing and moaning and carrying on. You know, something awful. He, uh, oh, by the way, you know, I'm going to have to ask Wilgen Hunter, you know, uh, let's see, B-I. I'm not quite sure. I'm, I'm going to end up asking, I'm going to go ahead and ask, end up asking old uh, Logan Hunter, uh, are you, are you yapping, are you yapping shit about me to, uh, are you yapping shit about me to uh, John Britton? Because if you are, I'm just going to lower the boom on you. you know, so, you know, let's find out what the hell's going on here. I haven't heard from Logan Hunter for two years now. Well, I mean, well, let me see. Not well, wait a minute, Martin. You had me on your show about how long ago. First time. I know you. You didn't know oh, me. That was, that was you know, oh. see, he, 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 you know, I didn't know you at all. This was, this was uh, after Christmas in 2012. It was before New Year's. It was after Christmas. Right. And he, and, bought, and, he bought this old woman. Logan Hunter foamed around at the mouth, called me everything, and he did in the chat room. He wouldn't do it on the call to where I knew what was going on. And I told you, you got to watch out for him. Yeah. Deception yeah, he, uh, so good. You know, if Logan Hunter on the call had something he wanted to say to my to me, say to me, say it. I didn't know anything about a chat room. I didn't even come in to talk to you on that broadcast. I called you. Well this was this was uh there was a second call. There was a second call. And from my gather, your daughter, you know, your daughter was monitoring the uh, chat room, and I guess she told you. This was when she found about TalkShoe and went there, and all of a sudden, she's in your show, and here's all this chatting, chatting. Yeah. All right? And, and she told me, look here, what Logan Hunter just put in the chat room. So I cussed him a little bit and and hung up. Yeah. Because uh, you pretend to be one thing and you're acting in another way. Well, that's deception. Well, right. that's that's why I found out. That's why I found out about Tom Bowie Friday night here. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, I am I am chewing ass. Uh, you know, this Jew boy who has got somehow gotten control, gotten control of Metzger's uh, webpage, and he is, 
You know, he is uh, he's no friend of mine, and he's uh, defending old Carolyn Yenta. You know, and he comes in, he claims that I called her a cunt while I was on the show. That's a lie. But, you know, I, I expect this thing from this uh, Wailing Walls team here. But all of a sudden, this Tom Bully goes ahead and mutes me and screams about how he's not going to have, you know, anonymous cowards and all this sort of thing. What the hell is going on? Well, old tattered flag gets on, and it turns out is that Tom Bowie has admitted that he's a pig. You know what I mean? And, quote, ex-pig, and shit, there's no such thing as an ex-pig unless you quit within 30 days or so. You know what I mean? Because you can't stand being a pig. So, in any case, uh, you know, in fact, what happens is you quit within 30 days, you don't even want to talk about, you know, uh, your little adventure, you know, into pigotry. You know what I mean? That's something you want to... That's something you want to put out of your mind here, you know, but not to do ever again. So, I mean, it pretty well comes quite clear as to, you know, this stuff, you know, I said, this don't make any sense here. This don't make any sense here. And he said he doesn't like apocalyptic thinking or anything like that here. Well, obviously not here if you're a pig. I mean, the apocalypse means that you'll be in for you, you know. So I go ahead and listen, and so... You know, I, I pretty well tell them, I say, hey, you're, you're through in the moon. But you end up having this mother who claims to be a mother of three, and this skizzy bitch doesn't know how to act. But she's saying that Andre, you know, it's fine with her that Andre the nigger angling has implemented policy, has implemented policy that, uh, you know, women don't get to speak on his daily stormer. Well, you know, she'd already said is that, I hang around some Chris Day people and Muriel Robb, Tom Robb's wife. She wouldn't allow him to talk like that. I'm thinking to myself, look, if Tom Robb, if Tom Robb allowed a woman to tell him, and he, he backed up a woman, I mean, essentially he wouldn't have any people left here who are white men. You know what I mean? Because a woman doesn't rule over a man. You know, she's not supposed to rule over her husband. She's not supposed to rule over her father. She's not supposed to rule over her brother. She's not supposed to rule over her son. But she's certainly not supposed to rule over a man who isn't related to her by marriage or blood. If Tom Robb did that, I mean, he'd be finished. Because there'd be no white man who would put up with that shit. You know what I mean? Don't put up with feminism shit. But, you know, she doesn't seem to know that. And, uh... But here she is, she's ovulating at Andre the nigger, you know, <laughs> and uh, her son, who has called into the show, you know, he's going to stick with old Tom and Rich here. Well, I invited, I invited Tom Bowie, I invited this Rich Uberos who sounds like, uh, you know, a meerkat Mark because I think, you know, he's pussy whooped and he's from uh, the north, northwest, about the same place where old Clint plus meerkats from, and, you know, I, you know, I pretty well figured out. So, you know, I've told, uh, I've told, uh, you know, I told Tom Bowie, is that, hey, as far as I'm concerned, you're finished in the movement. You know, I'm going to be warning people about you. I'm going to put up his, you know, he had a, you know, he has a picture, and he looks like he's been sucking on a lemon. 
You know, he looks just like a sour. I, I mean, I've seen, I've seen NCOs, I've seen pigs like that. You know, he looks like a pig detective. You know what I mean? You know, he looks like a pig who plays good cop most of the time, but sometimes he plays bad cop. <laughs> They're so, bitch catch. <laughs> huh? They'll do both. They pitch and catch. They pitch and catch. So, uh, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, they, they they got all mad at me because I wouldn't talk to them. Uh, and when they stole my grandchildren, we want you to come down the station and talk. I said, I got a better idea. Why don't you come to my house and we'll videotape it and we'll, we'll talk. We'll say anything you want. We'll talk about anything you want. And they didn't want to do that. You know what I mean? You see, they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to obey any laws. They want to do whatever the hell they want to do. Uh, I was looking at. I was listening to looking at not listening, but looking at Meet the Union Press. They're asking the question: What would happen if another nigger hadn't taken a picture of that, you know, what pig, you know, that what not pig killing the nigger, shooting him in the back after he tasted him? Well, answer: They wouldn't be in charges against that pig. You know what I mean? And everybody knows it, right? Right. So, well, they you, know. Just keep, you know, they keep doing it. And, you know, that's okay. I got no problem with cops shooting niggers and niggers shooting cops. Oh, I love it. There's no downside to that. There ain't a <laughs> downside. Uh-huh. Right. There ain't a downside. <laughs> um, you know, they can work it all out. <laughs> and the niggers can get mad and burn their nigger town down, and that's okay also. If somebody gets moaning and groaning about, well, they're burning my house, well, what are you doing living in nigger town? <laughs> well, I I was talking to this woman, you know, at Lowe's. I had to buy a bunch of plumbing supplies. I had to buy a, I'd buy a couple plumbing fixtures, so I just bought a whole bunch of them, you know. And I, uh, oh, I, I pretty well said Jay Nixon. You know, I, you know, I've, I've met that piece of shit. He's a lot. He used to be for 16 years the, uh, you know, Attorney General. He was a mealy mouth piece of shit. Well, what, what happens is that they waited. You know, they waited to announce the verdict. You know, they came up with the verdict at 12:30, and they should have announced the verdict during daylight hours. You understand what I'm saying? They should have announced the verdict during daylight hours, right? But they didn't want you know they didn't want to do that. They waited till nine fifteen, when it had been dark and raining for oh I you know for about oh a couple hours and sort of drizzled, and they waited for all these niggers come in and they called out the national guard. But the one building they protected was the Ferguson City Hall, and there was another town which is eighty percent nigger named Delwood, and they protected their city buildings, but they didn't protect the, uh, you know, auto parts store. They didn't protect the meat wagon. They didn't protect the barbecue rib place. They didn't protect the Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know what I mean? I had to laugh. Your stupid niggers are burning down their Kentucky Fried Chicken. What are they going to do tomorrow? (laughs) No KFC for you, but (laughs) don't you know everybody needs a little KFC? But, uh, you know, whatever KFC is, but uh, they, what they did is that they, you know, they, all they did was protect the government buildings. They didn't protect the ordinary buildings. And so the niggers, they didn't go, they didn't go to the white suburbs because they knew they might get gunned down. 
They just burned down about two dozen businesses in Ferguson and in, uh, you know, and in, uh, oh, uh, you know, in this neighboring town, I looked it up and called Delwood, and it's you know it's an even bigger nigger town than uh, you know, than Ferguson is. So I wouldn't be surprised if the you know they burned down O'Reilly Park store here. I wouldn't be surprised if they knew what was going on. They took all the valuable shit out, and then they sold it to the you know they they went ahead and sold it to the insurance company. Yeah, you know, <laughs> would you? I would be surprised at all. That, that, that little Ferguson fiasco, and that's what it was. It, it it didn't pan out the way they really wanted it to. You know, burn it all down. But anyway, the cops showed you. The National Guard showed you. There's only one thing they want to protect: their own institutions. Yeah. They don't care about any businessmen, any residents, and that's what they're sworn to protect. No, we're going to protect City Hall. We're going to protect the police station. Yeah. Let the rest of you do the best you can do without us. Yeah, I guarantee you, for the business owners, had just set up in the middle of his business where they could see it from the street, a 50 caliber machine gun, they wouldn't have bothered him. <laughs> and anything come by that door, just open up on it. Well, then what would happen? Oh, well, we'll get the National Guard to go get him. We won't throw him in jail, not these burners and looters. Well, yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly. Uh, although, 20-something years ago, uh, these Koreans, they knew what the score was, and they just simply got a bunch of, uh, oh, SKSs and, you know, uh, AKs, and essentially they just sat, you know, on the roof of the building and, you know, the niggers knew damn well that they went into the building to get their heads blown off. You know what I mean? Yeah, so well, you can wear about 30 years, a little over 30 years, and the niggers can't learn how to do things. They forget real quick. But you go back 30-something years, what did they do in Chicago? What did they do in Detroit? What did they do out in Watts? And that's why I said Ferguson was a fiasco. Okay. Oh, they you know, they were back then. Okay, they wouldn't have been a Ferguson left. <laughs> okay. No great loss. Oh, but they can't keep them trained. They got to retrain them every day. What? <laughs> what? What's What's hilarious is that they're passing a whole bunch of laws that pigs. Pigs can't collect more than 10% now of uh, their funds uh, through traffic stops because they were they were just simple. You know, I mean, your average resident of Ferguson had three outstanding warrants. And you knew it wasn't the Wiggers who had the outstanding warrants. It was all the niggers. You know, I mean, not the dangerous niggers, but the mammies, you know, the mammies and the relatively better niggers who had them all. And 
they were holding court in some lawyer's house here. You know, they're holding municipal court. I mean, they were just simply raking in those tickets from them fine. And as a result, that was some of the stuff that had the niggers all pissed off here. And then here comes this pig. He goes ahead and guns down this nigger. But they didn't have it. They didn't have a. Uh, they didn't have a nigger with a with a uh, cell phone camera, I guess. Or maybe you see what happened. Didn't look good for the nigger, and he didn't show it. I don't know. But uh, well, if they showed the nigger reaching in the car to drag the cop out, they wouldn't have shown that. Okay, so maybe that's what happened. You know what I mean? And, and and they portray this giant as being some little kid. Some little kid. The cops need to go back to using shotguns. Fill them with double alt buck, and when they run away from you, just blow their legs off. <laughs> okay, I didn't shoot to kill. Well, we'll have no more problems out of that nigger. <laughs> he got no legs. Well, and if clinics don't get there fast enough, he'll bleed out. Well, what, 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 and all that stuff, grab the shotgun and open up. <laughs> oh. Don't well, have a rolling around in wheelchairs. Well, they do anyway. I mean, this nigger was 50 years old. And probably for the next 10 here, if he hadn't been killed by that pig, I, I'm telling I'm tell people that, you know, you know, the tasers, they're designed for muscular niggers, young muscular niggers. They're not really designed for fat niggers. I mean, you go ahead and shoot a taser at a fat nigger, he has about a half inch of nigger blubber. I mean, it's sort of like tasering a bowl of jello. There's not too many nerve connections between fat cells. You know what I mean? Well, they store their food in their ass. What do you do? You shoot them in the ass, and it makes no difference. Well, didn't make with that fifty-year-old nigger, but if he had lived ten years, he probably would have lost both legs anyway from diabetes. You know, you you go to these cities, you know, you go to these cities with these project niggers and these older niggers. A lot of them don't have any legs from diabetes. Them niggers, you know, I've noticed in the nut house that niggers end up having twice as much dope as the wiggers in the nut house. You know what I mean? Niggers yeah, are not. But, you know, it's just. Cops have gone to them little guns while they're nine millimeter. Well, I beg to differ with you. If I was ten foot away from you, I'd rather have a forty-five or a forty-five auto, a forty-four Magnum, something like that. I'll take you down. Oh, now well, we gotta have this little bitty nine millimeter pop gun. Well, they need they need they need it to be they need to they can't stand the recoil. Most of these most of these heifers, these little big wise heifers, you know, who are five foot five can't they can't stand even the recoil from the three fifty seven. You know what I mean? Well, so, you get a you get a shotgun out and put pumpkin balls in it. It'll go in one side of a car and right out the other. You don't have to say, well, we can't shoot through them cars without a 9 millimeter. Uh, you know, you can lay more firepower down with a shotgun than you can with a machine gun. 
People don't understand that. But you take a shot shell with double alt buck in it, and each pellet is a thirty caliber. Each pellet. And when you fire that sucker, it's set out more pellets, more thirty calibers than a machine gun. Yeah. And what would you think if you knew they're dragging that weapon out of the car? And they're telling you to get on the ground to stop. And then they just fall off your face. They rack, they rack, uh, they rack, uh, they rack a shell into the chamber here, chunk, and <laughs> I mean that 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 means they mean business. You know what I mean? Right, right. There's no determination to end anything. If you want to see proliferation, look at what they do. They pass a law and outlaw marijuana. Why? Well, they're going to turn that into big business. So now we can increase DEA. Now we can increase everything pertaining to the government. Yeah. Okay, declare war on drugs. Who wins? The criminals with their drugs. Well, yeah. They outlawed alcohol, prohibition, who reaped the harvest? The government and the mob. Yeah. And that's the way it always is. Yeah. So it's another scam to increase government, to increase these autonomous, if you want to call them that, called cops, and have them run around and act like they're doing something to end something. They don't want to end it. Heck, they got jobs from it. They're making money. They don't want it to end. Like two lawyers in court. They don't want that case resolved. Both lawyers on each side are making a living from it. Well, yeah. Well, that's this thing, war on crime. Crime's making a living and the government's making a living. Both increase. Both flourish. Why, the government's got no intention of stamping anything out. How long did it take them to try and locate Osama bin Laden? That's crazy. You should have had him in your hands in 24 hours after you decided to get him. It's always half-baked ideas and half-measures. There's no commitment. Do Muslims have a problem with their people taking drugs? Anybody selling drugs? No. Why? It's capital offense. Then crime don't pay. Yeah. You got to take the profit out of crime, and there ain't enough money in it that, oh, well, I'm going to do that so they'll kill me. Now they'll put you in jail for three months and let you right back out. 
That's all that's going on. It's a big side show. It's a big joke. And the very things that are combating or trying to expose it, they're even a bigger joke. Yeah. Now, who wants to hear that? Nobody on Stormfront. Nobody trotting after the duck. You know, they don't want to, they don't want to look at reality. They want to live in some sort of dope fuel delusion called the pipe dream as if, oh, well, if we get enough together, we'll make a change. <laughs> no, there'd be no change for many of that. It's just like, I used to say when a group get together, we're going to eat, you know, meet, eat, and retreat. Yeah. There's no absolute commitment to do anything. Say, hey, boys, we're going to get together. Now, I know there's only 10 of us, but bring your guns and bring your shotguns and everything. And we're going up to Washington, D.C., and we're just going to start killing everybody inside. <laughs> oh, that's too extreme because I know eventually they're going to kill all us. Well, yeah. Okay, well, where's any resoluteness in what you all are yammering? You know, take it to the end. Don't talk a good game. Take it to the conclusion of the matter. If you're going to say we need to do so-and-so, hey, go do it. Go do it. And all this yammering will stop. Everybody pumps out their chest, and they're going to make a change, and they're so bold. And all they do is run around in all these blogs and yammer. Yeah. Nothing's ever, ever done by anybody knowing where this thing's going to end up. They don't. They talk and talk and then act surprised when the house falls. When the shoe drops, when the hammer hits them on the head. Uh, did you did you ever meet or know Tom Metzger, by any chance? Yeah, I met Tom Metzger when he was a kid. Well, he's a little bit older than you, I think, ain't he? You must be well, a kid. Well, he was partner as a kid. Huh? He's 76. That's 32 years old. That's okay. a kid. And that was on a news, at a news rally. Oh, okay. What did he do, show up or something? Yeah, he come to our news rally. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't, you know, foaming at the mouth like he later did after... I think the government introduced him or Southern Poverty Deal or something yeah, to reality. That's when, you know, that's, let me see. Yeah, they get out of the and they say things, and then 
act like it's a great surprise because the enemy did something. Yeah. Okay, the U.S. attorney told me if I would shut up, quit going across the nation, saying the things I was saying, then all this would go away. Okay, they wouldn't drag me through their court system, try to keep me locked up, and all that kind of stuff. All I had to do was shut up and stay home. Yeah. So I knew. I knew what my actions were going to lead to. I didn't go into it ignorant. So there was a big fight for the next two and a half years between me and the feds. Yeah. And they couldn't keep me. They tried. They tried to keep me forever. Oh, yeah. For nine months. And that was it. Well, see, I always thank Yahweh every morning. I always thank Yahweh for getting me out of jail, getting me out of the nut house. And then I, you know, ask for the grandkids to come back home. And then I ask that all, you know, all these people who stole my grandchildren and messed with me. I, you know, I, I hope that they and their families will die like dogs. So I thank Yahweh every morning when I get up, and I thank Yahweh every, you know, every night before I get, you know, get in because. Essentially, it was Yahweh. It was Yahweh's will that I have to go through that shit. I believe. You know what I mean? Right. So right. you got to you got to understand is that you know, well you you understand probably better than I do. <laughs> you know I you know I think uh, we had we had this uh, conversation. And I like what what Gis seventy four said about Hitler was too nice. Hitler never wanted a war with Great Britain. That's what he said. That's what he said in his last long testimony. And he said, is that, hey. The thing of it is, his approach to war with them indicated that. And it was the half measures employed against England that gave England long enough to survive until the Jews got America involved. That's what he said. That's what he pulled up and manufacturing and moved their men into Europe. Now, Hitler could have, you know, just been absolute in what he was going to do. And we don't fly a couple of missions into England. No, we're going there every day, 24 7, until it is burnt. To the ground. Yeah, and that's what he should have done. Yeah, and take them out of the equation. And now, if America gets involved, where are they going to have to ship from? The U.S.? They can't come at us from England. They're going to try and take England? I don't think so. But it was demonstrated that he just did not want a war with England. All he wanted was a war with communism. That's what he said in his last will and testimony. He said the same thing. He said that 
you know, uh, he knew Goring was full of shit, and he didn't want to destroy the English in Dunkirk. That's what he says last will and testimony. And then he yeah. says if, you know, he said that if uh, you don't get the Jew monkey off your back, the Chinese are going to win everything. You know what I mean? Well, Hitler was now to bring freedom to anybody. No. He was out to bring freedom to a nation. Yeah. Allow our nation to live. Communism, oh no. So that's what it was. It was national war, not for anybody to have freedom, but for that nation to have freedom. You say, well, if a nation's got it, the people's got it. Oh, no. Don't have anything to do with the people. That's what we're talking about tonight, the government. Yeah. Well, let's see. Edmund, Edmund Burke says, whenever I hear people talk about freedom, I ask, freedom to do what? You know what I mean? Right. Freedom to do what? I mean, that's, that's why I have to Well, peace. Well, what kind of peace? I can go to the cemetery. That's a peaceful place. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin said, if they're willing to give up a little freedom for a little security, we'll have neither. Yeah. So we got 9-11 handed to us. So we give up all these freedoms. We're going to have security now. We got neither. <laughs> oh, well, we got security from terrorists. No, you terrorists don't. We're never a problem. Who was burning Watsa? Who was burning Detroit down? Chicago. Look at that terrorism. Oh, well, that wasn't terrorism. Well, who killed more? How many men have died in Iraq and Iran and all that mess? compared to how many died in the buildings. How, oh, many, remember. how many trillions have we spent in Afghanistan, the Middle East? Four trillion. All right. I mean, what they want to do is take all our money away from us, increase taxes to where nobody has anything left, and beat the drums of war to do it. Yeah, we, but... Who, who did 9-11? The Jews. Yeah. They said, oh, no, them Arabs. Well, I don't care what nation you want to place them in. They're seed of the serpent. They have that blood in them. That gene. That life force. Now, I believe the Bible. I believe they're guilty of every drop of blood shed on the earth. Now, we're talking about a race, and that race can be identified as Jews, but also that race exists in every racial body. I don't care if it's white, 
yellow, red, they have polluted into everyone. So just in these Khazars, there's many more than that. Oh, yeah. The seed has been proliferated in these Arabs. There's a lot of this seed of the serpent in Arabs. Not all Arabs are, but there's a lot of it. Yeah, they're the ones readers of the Muslims to get them to go do crazy stuff. Everything's a big game. And nobody has a program to identify the players. And just because one of them's from Palestine doesn't mean it isn't a Jew. None of them were from Palestine. And none of them were from Iraq. They're all from Saudi Arabia. Right. Doesn't matter where they're from. A kit, a cat has kittens in an oven. Don't make them biscuits. <laughs> that's not that's size with here. Uh, Pretty well, these these these, these tards on sperm fart and this wailing wall steam, uh, they were claiming the Jews were not a race. They're claiming that they were a criminal enterprise, but they're not a they're not a race here. So, uh, yeah. Well, the seed of the serpent per se is not confined to one of these races. It exists in all of them. I guarantee you, I could line six men up, three of them Jews, three of them Arabs, and I say, okay, which is which? You will not know the difference. Look at them. Well, maybe they don't know which one's which. They don't. Hell, our people don't. They can't even identify these Khazars and Ashkenazis in our own country, when they got their little round heads, hook nose, and pop eyes. They can't even identify that. They look at it and say, well, it was white people. <laughs> well, they're the same way. They can't identify that adulteration within them. Well, the, the term Arab, that term is at least 4,000 years old. And essentially, it meant racially mixed, and that's the same thing that mulatto and mestizo mean today. Well, yeah, they are whatnots. Yeah. They don't even know where they're from. All of them. And yet, within that, you see that the serpent, just like that president, Obama, he's got nigger in him and he's got Jew in him. He's a faggot, so he has a whole bunch of uh, he has a whole bunch of other uh, you know he has uh, he has faggot sperm inside inside him too here. You know what I mean? So. Well, he's just a whatnot. Yeah, but he's more than a nigger. Yeah, he got seed of the serpent in him. 
That's what I mean. They can look black. I don't mean they're not Jews. That's my definition of a Jew. Seed of the serpent. Got nothing to do with the country you live in. Or whether that body looks white or black. Or Arab. Or serpent seed. So we got one sitting where? Commander-in-Chief of the United States. Well, would there ever be any doubt we weren't going to be over there fighting the war, even though he says he's going to end all that and bring everybody home? What a joke. And like Roosevelt, that jukeike, saying... He would never send American boys to fight on foreign soil. No, that's what Woodrow Wilson said, too. Right, right. I'll say the thing that they're getting ready to do. They just got to foment a situation to drag us into it. So every time we have an Alamo, we have the sinking of Lusitania, we have a attack on Pearl Harbor. We have one thing right after another to beat the drums of war. So we got 9-11. Now we can run off over there, and the first thing we do is have a war with Iraq that had no tie to 9-11. Not at all. But it was the military power in the Middle East that would be a threat to those Jews. So we took it down. We caused chaos in the Middle East. Our reason we're over there is to keep chaos going. That's it. And destabilize any country that has a military presence. No, we've well, ever done. We've been under that Jew money control from the time of Alexander Hamilton till today. Oh, yeah. Money controls. So that's America. United States always had secondary treasure that you Jew. Is that just a coincidence? No. Well, we had not long ago one that looked like a chink. But he's a Jew. He, he makes no bones about it. I mean, you look back at his family. You see the Jew. Okay, that bunch sitting on the throne over there in England, they ain't nothing but a bunch of Jews. Seed of the serpent. Queen of England? Yep. Prince of Wales? Well, yeah, Bobby is. And don't count his daddy. Jew, Jew, Jew. Well, that's okay. That's God's plan. Yahweh's plan to rub you in it till you are raw, bleeding, and learn a hard lesson. So, 
cops versus niggers is just part of the situation. They try to keep fomenting, and they started all this in the 50s. Well, the prohibition, oh, there's a guy named Kurt Sachs. I think he's dead now, but he, he wrote an article called Crime Pays. He says, hey, these prosecutors, they want crime to continue. You know, they don't care if white people get murdered or anything like that. They want crime to continue. And the more white people get killed, the bigger they can make the arm of the police. Yeah. They're not going to stop anything. They just come fill out the report after it happens. Yeah, whenever I see a cop's car and seal, uh, it says protect and serve here. I'm reminded when I was in that house. They had this... Uh, they have this uh, organization called Missouri Protection Advocacy. Well, that's who it protected and advocated for, the state of Missouri. Not for the nuts, you know, locked up in the nut house. You know what I mean? No, that's who it, that, that's who it protected and served, you know, the, uh, the state of Missouri. But, you know, I mean, I you know, about six months after this, you know, back in 2009, I'm looking at this fat-ass state senator, and he is pointing out that the uh, nuthouse system burns up about, oh, you know, a little bit over three-quarters the same thing as the prisons do. So you have only 10% of the people in the nuthouses that you do in the prisons, but they're already burning up, what, uh, you know, about, oh, about uh, seven-eighths or so of the entire cost of the prison. Uh, it cost, it cost, they, they present me with a bill for a, you know, essentially for 150000 you know, for 75000 to be locked up in the house. And I was, you know, I was only being forced to take, you know, enough dope by this nigger psychiatrist, you know, to justify keeping me in maximum security, you know, in bigs, maximum security. And it costs far more for the maximum security than it does for the, oh, three men to a room and the minimum security. So the higher the security nuthouse, the more it costs here. But I used to tell some of these characters is that you are providing, you're providing a job for five, you know, for every one of you nuts, there's, there's less than 500 nuts, but there's 1,500 or more people working at the Fulton State Nut House. So 500, you know, 500 of you nuts, I mean, you are worth about yeah, up to a quarter of a million, you know, in wages and in dope and in everything priced here. So that's why, you know, that's why it begs. You have a better chance of living for a while, although it's not really living, I don't consider, but, you know, that's exactly, that's exactly the way they ran it. Uh, this is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> Smell the difference?
When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon.